Any last minute requests? Um, no, <laughs> I tried. I was trying to think of a Chicago song, but it, it didn't pop in my head in time. So, twenty-five or four tomorrow. I, I can't remember the words. Yeah, yeah twenty-five, six, four, or something. Like that. Twenty-five or six, two, four. That's what it is. Twenty-five yeah. or six, two, four. Yeah. Now we're gonna be home in Chicago songs. I should make that like the outro theme for just this episode. Yeah. People are like, then, what the fuck? Then somebody's gotta fire the trumpets. Alright, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 116 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. The one and only. There's no others. We defeated them all. Everyone unsubscribed. They found us on Spotify and iHeartRadio and what have you. And they pledge loyalty to us. Uh, they send us tributes. Uh, <laughs> in the form of uh, fruit baskets, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Fruit baskets and old yeah. games. Like you know. see a you see a pear and you see a banana and you see some oranges and then you see like Sonic Two, but this the not for resale edition across the across the label. That or um, E. T. for Atari. I have a copy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a copy. <laughs> we should all have a copy. That thing's free desert. Plentiful as hell. <laughs> there was a shit ton of them. <laughs> oh God. Uh, uh, shit ton of news tonight. Uh, six. Well, I think no. I had it in my Chrome browser tabs. Eight. Uh, uh, Seventeen news stories. Seventeen. Seventeen. I thought you were, they're going to say twenty-five or, or six two four. That we were. Uh, so what do you road. mean the, the Chicago song? <laughs> we never discussed that before. <laughs> ever. This <laughs> was the first time. This wasn't workshopped. Oh God, this is so random. How would I ever <laughs> ever that popped in my head? I didn't even know that was the actual song title until you just said it. Yeah. Super organic work in. That's yeah. it. I was natural. Everyone noticed that. Uh, speaking of natural, there's 17 news stories uh, tonight. We have gaming's Me Too movement, which has arrived. Microsoft shut down Mixer and will redirect to Facebook Gaming. Uh, former Sony uh, head Sean Layden shares thoughts on AAA game length. There was a New Game Plus Expo. Plenty of announcements from that. Cyberpunk animes coming from Kill La Kill animators, as long as, as well as a The World Ends With You anime. Cyberpunk has itself been delayed to November but you'll be able to play it on your next-gen consoles. Pokemon Report, there was another one of those for some reason, introduces Ooh. League of Legos Pokemon. Animal, Animal Crossing update dips its toe in the water. Crash Bandicoot 4 has been showing off. That's an update from uh, what Brant and I discussed last week. Smash fans are up in arms over the new edition. Let's go. Let me hear it. Let me I hear it. it. Uh, do we really want to talk about Billy Mitchell? Uh, last of Us Part 2 sells a was few it, copies. Was this fucking Jeopardy? <laughs> I was like, now you're just going down Jeopardy titles. It's like, how many, how many fucking Jeopardy uh, dollar amounts can we have on Billy Mitchell? There are 17 categories. <laughs> and the answer, Billy Mitchell for 200. Yep. Man. Uh, the answer could be either hot sauce flavors or uh, arcade machine high scores. And you cannot forget, we can all, we always have to have potent potables. That's always <laughs> potent potables. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm never gonna get through this. Uh, there were Xbox Live games with gold in July announced. Facebook officially acquires Infamous. Uh, that's the wrong term because they didn't uh, 
they didn't develop that game, but uh, the Order 1886 developer ready at, at dawn. That's uh, still banned. Do what? And I'm still banned, by the way. Thank you, no, Facebook. We got to figure that out. <laughs> uh, there's rumors on a new Batman game and DC projects at Rocksteady and WB. And there was a signal detected from the Halo uh, social media feeds. I'm Richard Bergman, somehow making it through that. Joined tonight by, you hear his voice returning, Cesar Concepcion the second. I survived my ordeal. And since you survived and we actually liked his performance, Brent McKee. Hey, guys. Brent, you're back for a second week. Yes. So your positive feedback mainly came from, I have to admit, your coworkers, which was is a good thing. But then Cesar also approved, so you do not actually work with Cesar. So that was a, a, a chaotic neutral that was chiming in on your on your abilities. So hey, hey, you look, did well. It's not often that I listen to our own podcast because I don't like to listen to myself talk half the time. So I made it to the whole this whole one. So that was a told, very pause. Plus. I told Brand I didn't think you'd ever listen to one, at least not one that you had been on for sure. Yeah, hell no. I have to listen to my uh, screechy voice. Nah, pass. Screechy? I don't think I would go with screechy, but nah. We all sound weird. Like when we play it back, when I hear myself, I'm like, damn, I sound country. Like it's just it's over the top. Brand, what do you think of your first uh, recorded content and published content? Uh, I I had a lot of fun with it. It was it was great. Um, I noticed, you know, like I I told you earlier this week, I think uh, me and you just kind of talked like we normally do, and that's how we wound up with like a two hour episode, which not normally a bad thing. Nope. And last week wasn't a bad thing either. And Brent, all you have to do is just uh, put your name in Google and put Netherlands and see how big of a star you are. Oh, boy. I'm popping we, in the Netherlands. Did we hit it big in the Netherlands? I think there was a one point where like, a majority of our listeners was from the Netherlands or majority <laughs> of the robots were from the Netherlands. One of the two. There's someone when I look at because SoundCloud gives me the best metrics. There's somebody that when I look at it on SoundCloud, like they've they follow just like Brent and it's not somebody we know. I'm like, all right, who is this? We got a fan somewhere. I should call him out by name and see if we can get a contribution from him. Let's just go down the phone book for the Netherlands. It's like when we call your name, <laughs> download two more episodes or something download like that. Let us more. let us know. Like us on SoundCloud. Brent, did you use SoundCloud before we started this podcast, or was that just a client that you picked because that was our host? Like, I always wonder how people end up with the feeds that they end up like their preferred podcast client. Uh, it was literally just something I picked up. I mean, it was, it was one of the names you guys said it was readily available to me at the time. Yeah. Um, cause I don't have a, an iPhone. Um, and I, I don't think you guys were initially on Google play. Mm. Um, we so. had to add that RSS feed to like, because I went through the process of submitting to all these different, you know, Spotify and things like that. And we had to jump through these hoops to kind of get added to their platform. Yeah. So, so SoundCloud was just readily available, really easy to yeah. use and just stuck with it. And I, I know we truly made it when the the day that we get reviews, it says great podcast and then leave one star. I, I cannot wait till that day happens. The authentic reviews. Oh, yeah. One star. Great podcast. Love these guys. One star. <laughs> one star. I see those on Amazon all the time. Great product. One star. One star. <laughs> Not the cat food I ordered. One star. Like, I think you're in the wrong spot. Or like delivery method. You see those on Amazon where it's like, there was a tear in the box. 
So all of a sudden this, you know, $400 electronic item that somebody might want to review on the item for, it's get one star for the uh, packaging. Oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, holy hell, do we want to dive into this news? Yeah, you might, you might want to get cracked on it. Um, I'm going to let you lead on this first one. Just so we're not here for 800 hours. Oof. It still wouldn't be able to beat Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the first two releases. <laughs> I'm still going at it. I'm still in the fucking original game. I ain't got to the expansion yet. Jesus. You're in the part they say to get past. I'm waiting for them to crunch the fucking original game. They haven't done that shit. Ever since you sent me that link, I'm like, bitch, where's that at? I was like, they still haven't crunched the story together. By the time I'm done with the first game, it's going to be done. They'll be like, oh, we crunched it. You can skip it. Oh, yeah. There was supposed to be like a condensed update thing. Yeah, that never they, came out? Nope. They're waiting for me to fucking finish. That's what's happening. Because it's been a year. <laughs> You'll be like, in on a Friday and they'll patch yeah. it on Saturday. They're like, he's almost done. Fuck that guy. He's almost done. Let him suffer. They all, like, they go to sleep. They have their normal schedules. And then whenever you log on, there's like this, uh, like the Pacific Rim uh, fucking countdown thing goes off that says you're online playing. So they all just, it's the Truman Show. It's the reverse Truman Show for you and Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. They just, they all group together and watch you play. They watch for the 14th, first 15 minutes and then fall asleep laughing. And you're like, dumbass. <laughs> Don't condense the story. Keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Let them, let them fight me. Uh, mindless quest always. Le- level up slowly. Level up slowly. Go into an error, get get decimated. It's this some, is the backstory I'm here for. This is the game yeah. development inside baseball that I'm here for. Because this is what happened, Brent. I'm usually off doing my own thing, my own quest by myself. I'm just by myself, and then some random dude that's like 50 levels higher than me just randomly walks by with some enemy that's 50 levels higher than me, and I'm like, oh shit, let me get out of here, and I die instantly. <laughs> the guy doesn't even help me up. He just looks at my dead body and walks away. I'm like, great, and then I gotta respawn and come all the way back and finish my quest. He kites, he kites the enemies to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Come on, man. <laughs> Okay, the first story, uh, we're going to get this one over with. It is uh, not fun to talk about, so um, I feel like it's important as a podcast that we don't dodge uh, important issues. Um, we addressed Black Lives Matter when it was a when it was burning up news feeds everywhere, and there were some uh, there were just some dodgy bits, and and I I was able to figure out some of my heroes from those who would not speak and say anything, you know. I don't. It's one of those defining things. It's one. Of, we're going to report on it. These, this, we didn't actually report. We're going to read these news bits and discuss it as we do, and then uh, go into happier stuff. But the the first part's going to suck. So these aren't. This isn't a great news story. Then we'll go into fun stuff. I promise. All right, strap in. This comes from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. That's going to take some getting used to. Yeah, uh, Bloomberg will be getting, getting used to as well. So what's that now? We never referenced Bloomberg until Jason Schreier went over there. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was at Kotaku for so long. Uh, the title is Video Game Industry Rocked by Outpouring of Sexual Misconduct Allegations. Uh, the gaming and streaming world hasn't yet faced the Me Too movement on the same scale as Hollywood. That is poised to change. So basically over the past week or so, uh, uh, several ladies uh, and men, uh, the, the sexual assault was reported by men as well. Um, have come out and, and spoken against uh, abusers in their workplace, either uh, vendors they've worked with or contractors or, you know, people within their own company. Uh, one of them was Chris Avalone or Avalone. Uh, he was a writer with Obsidian for years and years and years. And he's one of those names that's, uh, you know, they get they bring him in for story bits. And he's had his hands in a lot of different titles and several upcoming titles. 
But um, there's some pretty graphic stuff out there. I don't think I want to go so far as to read that. That information's out there. Listeners, if you want to check it out. Um, Cesar, I know you and I are uh, fans of Jackie Collins. She was with Adult Swim Games in Atlanta for a while. Mm-hmm. We actually met her at the uh, the Adult Swim Game Expo that was up there. But she has a very explicit message that he sent her that's just... Did you read that one? Yeah. yeah. I, I read this and I'm like, oh my God, how, how does this how does this happen? And it's a... Uh, I think I read a majority of uh, the ones that were po- posted on uh, was it is it was it called Twit Longer or something like that? I can't remember what it was called. Right, it was some yeah. kind of weird name. They'll post a tweet that you know it's it's over the 150 characters, but it'll mm-hmm. let you, it'll take you to a secondary site, and then you can read you know everything they wanted to post on there. Um, another one I don't see it in this article by Jason Schreier, but the lead, uh, the game lead for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, Someone outed him Sunday, I think it was, and he's removed himself for the project. And Ubisoft has has uh, claimed that they're going to step up their reviews of of these claims and stuff like that. There was a lot of people from Ubisoft. There was a lot. Yep. Um. Uh, the accusations. I mean, you can read this Bloomberg article, but Avalone would uh, uh, get. Other members, unwilling members that he was working with, blackout drunk and try to sleep with them. And uh, he used his Obsidian credit card to buy these drinks for people. So it's just all kind of shady stuff. Um, we all make mistakes. We all do stupid things. But uh, don't be a predator. Don't be an abuser. Don't. If you have a position of power, use it for uh, use it for good. You know, if you have a voice, if you if you realize that you are in a position to to be of influence like that, use it for good. I, I feel like that's what we do on this on this podcast, we, especially talking about tough issues. Getting it out there. Uh, research. These people, these ladies are there. Uh, these men are there. Um, you know, if they're HR, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that we have social media like we have now. We, we give Facebook a lot of shit, but. It is a platform to people for people to get out there and for others to say, you know, the Me Too movement. Hey, this happened to me as well, and it's a it's a shared space, a community space for for putting these things out there where maybe previous HR systems or whatnot have have failed them in that capacity. I mean, we all work for companies where not going to speak specifically on any of our HR departments, but we've all worked for companies where we didn't feel like they had our backs and. You know, maybe in the days of social uh, social media would have benefited us. So mm-hmm. uh, read this article. There's a lot of stuff in there. Educate yourself. Know what know what people have had to go through. Um, and it's important just to listen sometimes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we can't chime in again. We're we're three uh, gentlemen of, of mostly Caucasian persuasion. And that comes with it. Uh, certain privileges of not having um, threats leveled at us. Uh, we're never questioned about what we're wearing when we stream. Uh, we get we get feedback like, hey, I can't hear you. I don't hear your microphone. We don't get why are you wearing that or, um, you know, your mascara doesn't look good. We don't we're not faced with those sorts of things. So I think it's very important to know that those things do go on and and know what other people I consider us in the industry, know what other people who are not us in the industry do face. Um. Okay, are we are we good with that one? Did we get through? Anybody want to add anything? No, no. Other than uh, like I said, just my point earlier. It's just important to listen, and I mean, 
there's a lot of people in there uh, that are big names and small names, but should all be treated about the same. It's just as bad. Doesn't matter who that person is or not. So all voices. Yep. Yeah. Some of these stories are just like there was one person at IGN. IGN's kind of under the fire, and I haven't seen them say anything yet, and it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. I've seen those uh, the, those two former managers who left since left the company. Yeah, that have a their own contracting thing now. So just um, I think an important thing too is uh, it's not just trying to get somebody drunk at a bar and and taking advantage of them, but there's a uh, there's different there's a threat I should have tagged this or, or mentioned it, but there's different types of this type of abuse from someone in power. Uh, there's grooming, you know, where they they pretend to look after the person's future and and pull them to the side for special attention, things like that. There's there's different levels of this abuse that goes on that, that's important to educate yourself mm-hmm. on as well. All right, we're um, done with that story. We're good? We're officially done with the sad portion of the news. It's not fun to talk about. Okay, going on to happy things. It's not, it's not really. It's back to Facebook stories. Uh, Microsoft announced out of nowhere, and this affects a lot of people, Microsoft announced they will shut down Mixer and transition users to Facebook gaming. What do we think about uh, this? They fucking out-Googled Googled. Googled. They did, didn't they? Yeah, they fucking killed the service and just like, hey, this this person's doing it now. Yeah. And after they spent millions and millions of dollars getting a big name from Twitch. Several. They had Ninja and... Was it the Ewok? Shroud. 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 There was a big female streamer that they got as well. I mean, they they dive deep in that article where they uh, they mentioned... um, I don't know who wrote that article you referenced, but they mentioned in there that that Ninja money grab was kind of like their Hail Mary. That was like their do-or-die moment. That's why they did it. And I guess it just didn't bring in the numbers they were hoping it would bring in. So And he's still getting paid. Whatever that contract was, he'll get every penny of that. That's not going to be... Uh, I'm sure he... Uh, I mean, because you got to remember Ninja's wife is his manager, so I'm sure she ironclad that very well. So Yep. And he's probably get all that money, and he can still go back to uh, Twitch if he wanted to. So I don't know if he would, but if I were him, I would probably do my own streaming service, but that's neither me or here or there, so... Probably could at this point, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Ninja TV is—is is he still that big of a draw? Did did the Fortnite community follow? Apparently they didn't, but because it didn't work out for Mixer, like they thought it was going to. But did that Fortnite community just pick up someone else on Twitch? Or I'm not really in streamer culture. Brent, can you touch on this at all? Do you do you watch many streamers and follow that that culture? Uh, I mean, I, I've watched a few, but I mean, is as far as as Ninja goes, I mean, he left. He's still he's still a big name in streaming. I know he kind of um, had a had a weird rant. Um, gosh, it was either the beginning of this year, or the end of no, it, yeah, it was the beginning of this year. Went on a weird rant, and that kind of went over oddly with a few people. Um, but I mean, he's still definitely big in the gaming community, and right. I think he's got some some draw with him as well as you know all these other all these other streamers um that you know came with him to mixer to to try and draw this community to mixer um i think they knew it would bring it would bring people to the to the platform but obviously it just it wasn't enough or they 
just long have had this in the background, this deal with Facebook in the background and just kind of kept it hush hush. We dabbled with, uh, even before it was Mixer, Cesar and I would dabble with Beam. Like we actually liked, we liked using that Beam service. It wasn't anything we planned or, you know, we didn't schedule like our Silent Hill playthrough. We didn't do that level of it, but it was like we liked using Beam. It was weird that it switched to Mixer. Fucking see at these on Beam. We were the OGs. We did see do that, that, wasn't it? Yeah, see at these betas. Because it was baked into the, it was baked into the Xbox just like Mixer is. Mm-hmm. Because I remember they bought them, and they didn't rename them until, like, I think a year or two after they bought them. Right. I always thought Beam was a better name anyways, but maybe there was some kind of licensing or contract issues or something. This sucks. Like, there's people, you know, Ninja's going to get paid, and he's fine, but there's people who have built up a community on Mixer. I don't know if, you know, they've been banned from Twitch or or they didn't agree with that platform. Like, every platform has its own politics and and people it's pissed off and things like that so there's they're not all the streaming services aren't created equal yeah i think outside of the big names i think they said a lot of those people were uh, given the opportunity to move over with facebook gaming if i remember correctly so right but what if you were a heavy mixer streamer and you were forced to go to facebook gaming how would that fare for you i they literally know, told you you don't exist i i don't exist i would never exist in facebook so Every time I keep trying to prove I'm a real boy, and they they said I'm Pinocchio with the strings. <laughs> and there's plenty of other people that just they don't like Facebook, don't use Facebook. So I mean, if you were streaming exclusively on Mixture, uh, Mixer, and you oh you got it, new name Mixture, let's go Mixture. Let's there go. we go. Ninja Ninja's mixture our first gaming. We're gonna host it here. I got the servers. Yeah, Mixture Gaming right here. Richard, turn off those porno servers. We gotta, uh, we gotta use it for real stuff like mixture. Nope, I've got plenty of blades. <laughs> I got plenty of blades. I'll just slide those over. <laughs> the porn will keep flowing. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And then uh, we'll host mixture here. But yeah, are are those streamers if they never used Facebook or you know refused to use Facebook, uh, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna be? Because obviously, I would assume that it's gonna be baked in. Um, to to Facebook itself, just like you know, they Facebook now has its own video meeting. Oh, I saw. I've been seeing advertisements for that. They're trying to get a piece of that uh, Teams and Zoom, and Zoom and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've we've mentioned twice how Microsoft's own streaming solution was cooked into these this past console, right? So what does this mean if they're directing people to Facebook gaming? What does this mean for the the Xbox Series X? Is that going to be a sign-in method? Is that going to be... I would imagine it would be an additional sign-in method, like you said. Uh, hey, you don't have to create a Microsoft account. You can sign in with Facebook. I'm sure it's something that they discuss. And it makes sense because, remember, they in that whole article, they also mentioned that they were going to integrate Facebook gaming into with uh, Project X Cloud too. So... That was uh, also one of the perks of the deal. That's why they were going that route. Build that into the streaming. Yeah. Uh, the article's from Polygon. Charlie Hall was the writer. You, I know you wanted to mention that before. Uh, I'm not so sure about this. I Like I was saying, I, I spent about a week trying to set us up for Mixer. I had to go through all their code verifications, and then I had to like demo stream something for a minute. And it was a little bit more of a process than like getting a Twitch key. But uh, does this mean our Mixer account just automatically goes to facebook gaming without us is this our fix do we not have to do a facebook account do we do we just does it just pop up on facebook gaming instead of mixer 
I'm sure we'll have to link a Facebook account, so we might as well just go ahead and create a Facebook account. And that's why we brought Brant on board. Yeah. Brant, you know your true purpose. We Trojan horsed you in here for your Facebook account. <laughs> Everybody wants me for my Facebook. Yeah. Hey, if you use it, you use it, use it a lot. Great. I'm most of the most of the time I get on Facebook, it's it's nonsense. I can't do it anymore. I try, guys. I told Richard I get on once a year. That's about it. Brant gets on for an ego trip and, and lets people congratulate him for a, a birthday. And he says, thank you back. And then, and then he logs out for another yeah, 365 days. <laughs> uh, yeah, for his own, uh, like, <laughs> praise me for my birthday. It's Facebook yeah. day. Praise me and then log out. Never yes. uh, never go back and do that for anybody else. Yes, oh, thank yeah. you for the birthday wishes. Uh, I hope you've been doing well this past year. Look look forward to hearing from you next year when, <laughs> when you wish me happy birthday. Oh, Brent, that's, uh, that's the greatest timeline. It's good to be king. What can I hey, say? You're you're playing the system. Hey, because to be honest, I know you might. I have friends and family on there. That's probably the only way they know your birthday. I hate to say it. It pops up. They log on every day. They're like, oh, Brent McKee, it's his birthday. Let me wish yep. him happy birthday today. Hey. Otherwise, they never would have damn known. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. And there's some, you know, I have some family members who they generally just keep in touch with just just for family members, not none of the nonsense that usually tends to happen on uh, Facebook sometimes. So I may, uh, uh, I want to do this right because we thought we were doing it right with you before. So sorry, and it oof. screwed us. So I may get on a chat with them. I can never play yeah. Xbox, so it's it's cool. You've been banned. Yeah, from Microsoft and from Facebook. As a matter of fact, with the next update, it's actually going to brick your Scorpio One X. You're not even going to be able to play it. It's cool. I think I put like 80 hours in it for the last three years. So let's go. No more gears. No more <laughs> Halo. You're just you're you're crossed out. I think that's been a straight uh, straight gears machine for me. I don't I don't think I played anything more than gears on that, on that uh, Scorpio. Uh, gears and Halo and Forza. What else has Xbox got? I did play a lot of Forza Horizon. Uh, Dos. Uh, those I are the it. those are the big names that they always trot out. But you know we got to see. We got to see other stuff, and that's why they're buying all these studios. So hopefully, do we see? Because oh, I, I hate Perf- knowing it as a Forza Gears and Halo Perf- box. Perfect Dark's coming, you guys. I'm calling it this year. Perfect Dark's coming this year. Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's coming. We'll be streaming it on Mixture, <laughs> powered by Brant McKee's Facebook profile. Yep. Uh, next up, we're gonna do a little bit of left turn from Xbox stuff and Facebook stuff, and we're gonna talk about an interview. That was done with Sean Layden's face digitally. He has quite a beard now. Did y'all see it? It was uh, very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy shit. I've been seeing uh, a lot of people I, at work that just randomly show up in the building. Everybody's got impressive beards. And uh, right after I shaved my shit off, I'm like, yes, finally. I have no beard and you all do now. <laughs> oh, the tides have turned. Yes. No, but Sean Layden, is, uh, he's one of those industry good guys. I put him up there with Reggie and Phil Spencer and... You just hear when he speaks, it's not uh, fanboyism or console wars for the most part, usually. And they uh, confirm he's on sabbatical, which I was wondering what he was doing. Yeah, but apparently yeah, he's on sabbatical. So he's doing whatever the hell he wants. That means he's going to come back at some point. Yeah. So. Um, uh, but Sean Layden, the, the interview was with Game Lab Live, and I'm pulling from a gameindustry.biz story by Matthew Harandon. But uh, he's basically saying he's, you know, he's been with he'd been with PlayStation 23 years, I think it was 32 years. I might be mixing those two up. But he just noted um, The Last of Us took about 15 hours to complete and Last of Us 2 is averaging about 25 hours to complete. 
And Naughty Dog spent three and a half years making The Last of Us while the sequel to it needed six years. And he just he talks about the the ballooning cost of game development and the fact that game prices are not going up. I, I remember I was in retail when the standard price went from 50 to 60, and that was a major panic amongst many people. I don't know, man, because hike. I mean, you remember the days of paying like $89 for a Super Nintendo cartridge or $99 for an N64 cartridge sometimes. Yeah, it was so cool that it had a whole bunch of megs in it, but you paid for all those megs. I think it was a it was Sony that was the ones that came out with the MSRP, right? I know they were doing random prices too until they were like, all right, everything's forty nine, and then all the graded tits for twenty. I remember seeing those commercials? Well, Sony broke the mold because they weren't on cartridge, so you didn't have yeah. to you didn't have to order a certain build of a chip to throw into something. You just you ordered a hundred thousand CDs and you pressed it and you shipped it. So that's why I mean that broke Nintendo to a certain extent as well. Uh, his quote is, the problem with that model is it's just not sustainable. He said, explaining that the current generation has seen the cost of development reach between $80 million and $150 million for most AAA games. I don't think that in the next generation you can take those numbers and multiply them by two and think you can grow. I think the industry as a whole needs to sit back and go, all right, what are we building? What's the audience expectation? What is the best way to get our story across and say what we need to say? Um, there was one other great quote. I want to find it. It was the he would rather uh, everybody do like those tighter 15 hour games. Yeah, I just need the exact quote. Uh, he said it's been 59.99 since I started in the business, but the cost of games have gone up 10 times. If you don't have elasticity on the price point, but you have huge volatility, oh, I stumble with that one. On the cost line, the model becomes much more difficult. Uh, he, all right, here's the quote. So. How can we look at that and say, is there another answer? Instead of spending five years making an 80-hour game, what does three years and a 15-hour game look like? What would be the cost around that? Is that a full-throated experience? Personally, as an older gamer, I would welcome a return to the 12- to 15-hour AAA game. I would finish more games, first of all. And just like a well-edited piece of literature or a movie, looking at the discipline around that could give us a tighter, more compelling content. It's something I'd like to see a return to in this business. So... Uh, I just I want to speak on this first um, just as a dad with limited time. I know Brant's a dad, too. It's nice to have another dad on there. Uh, some of these games are just they're intimidating thinking about the investment that that has to go into the length of them. And even Cesar, not saying you don't have plenty of free time, but you still have to gauge. OK, this is an 80 hour game. This is a 100 hour game. This could be a 60 hour game. You still have to plan out. That's okay. How you can say I have all it. the free time. I have all the. No, free no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not going <laughs> to single you out. And, <laughs> I'm not going to act like since you're not a parent that you just have this overabundance of time, because you still have stuff you have to take care of. So, I mean, you you literally have to plan out these type of experiences and and schedule them out. But I would I I think that's why I lean towards retro as much as I do. And I've kind of slipped off this generation as far as beating games. I'll, I'll dabble in some games here and there. But first off, an update. There's no telling how long the update's going to take whenever I pop the disc in. Oh, God. Uh, look, versus, look at you, uh, Modern Warfare, with your 500 gig update. I told some friends I'd play Warfare. I had it downloaded, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's up to date. Let's go. And it didn't just not only have an update, but I guess the update is the whole fucking game all over again because it was 90 gigs. And I was like, all right, I'm not playing tonight. And I still have not gotten around to Warzone. I haven't played one round of Warzone. And that Battle Royale was our shit for like two years. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about this uh, concept of maybe more expensive games? You're going to have HDR. You're going to have ray tracing. You're going to have 
all these extra things in these newer titles, would you like a more, you know, we've heard about padding in Assassin's Creed and God of War, and I've heard Last of Us 2 kind of has some padding at the end of it. Would you like a more concise experience? Do you feel like you're getting your money's worth at maybe $70 versus $60 at a, in a shorter game? Uh, yeah, I would. I mean, because the biggest thing is, uh, I, 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 out of all those new Assassin's Creed, I enjoyed Origins the most, and that was probably the the least lengthiest one out of there. I, I don't think I've even started Odyssey because um, I was afraid of the, the amount of uh, game that is. And, you know, they've dressed it and said that Valhalla was going to be the same, you know, a little bit, it wasn't going to be as deep as as uh, Odyssey was. They said it was still going to be strong, but not as deep. Um, and the whole Last of Us thing, I... I Really enjoyed the just the 15 hours of The Last of Us. Um, you I raved about it. Well, you played it last year, I think. Yeah, you know, I played it over like Christmas meeting on like Christmas Day, uh, randomly, just one day. I finally got past that part. We could finally get past, and and it it was I like it. It was uh, the tighter the story was much tighter. Um, I'm 24 hours in The Last of Us too. I'm at the very end. Um, it feels like there's two games in one. Uh, it feels like uh, they're they could have totally just ended out halfway through that game, and we waited another couple years and just got a war, got a war three us, and just kind of finished out the story and just left us on the cliffhanger. They could have done it, but they finished the fight. Yeah, but they didn't do it that way because uh, if they did it with what they have, the second part of the story is not as fleshed out as the first part. It's a little bit more rapid. It's interesting, but it's just it felt like it should have been its own thing. And I know what it's trying to do is I'll talk more about it in my games play, but gotcha. um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. Like I said, I'm almost done with The Last of Us 2. I'm like, uh, I'm literally at the very end of it right now, so. But it, Brent, I think when I checked my clock, that was like 23 hours, I think, so. Brent, what do you think about these longer experiences? I'm about at the same place you are. I mean, between work and family, sometimes some of these larger games, it's a little bit harder to, to manage your time and, and say, all right, well, you know, I'd like to step away for just a little bit and, and you know play this uh, play this game. And I there's other games that you know I I don't mind having to take a week, two weeks, three weeks to to beat the main story um, of a game. Right. You know whether it be a, a Spider-Man, a, a Breath of the Wild, stuff like that. But because there's and there's so other much other content, you can always go back and you can always just kind of do it at your leisure. But there are, like you're saying, there's there's so many games that you you look at and you're like, that looks interesting. And then you start reading about it and it's like, oh, that's a damn almost 80 hour game. You know, I, how do I approach this? Right. It, it's just it's you get to the point where you're like, eh, well, maybe it might not be worth it or maybe I'll go ahead and buy it because because I like whoever published it. I like whoever created it. But. I'll get to it when I have time, and then yeah. winds up sitting on your shelf in the shrink wrap for God knows how long. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> All my games are played and <laughs> opened. Nope. And the the Switch has helped out with that a little bit by being portable, because I can you know I can take it out of the dock and take it where I need to. So I think those are some of my like longest played games from this from this generation. Like I did play. 75 hours of breath of the wild because it was portable and i could take it places same and i i think that's going to be the ticket for this next generation which they haven't gone over yet and we're going to see that is the ability yep. to um stream a lot of this content and play over our phones it's going to be especially with 5g coming 
Yeah. So I, I'm going to see a lot of that PlayStation 5 and a lot of that, the new Xbox where we can just connect with our phones without having to get on Wi-Fi and just play. And yep. that's going to be the deal breaker. That's going to be even more accessible to me than it would when Nintendo's got because everybody's got a cell phone on them. So. Right. Or an iPad or I. I've got a Roku in every TV in the house. I can't wait for like place what is a PlayStation Remote Play and XCloud or whatever. If they if they can be put on a Roku, man, I'm all set. I can bounce around between everything because that's another factor. Like you have a dedicated box, and we're not used to that anymore. We're used to you know everything's on demand, everything's at our fingertips, and you have to dedicate. Okay, I'm going to that TV. I'm going where that box is at, and I'm gonna put away five hours of Spider Man, as as Brant said. So. Yeah, the future. Excited the future, to see where it goes. The future will be here soon. At some point, we'll be able to jump on our PS5s with our phones and play at our lunch breaks. When I have to bring out a controller or slide in a controller in the dock, I've seen some of those at the Razors coming out. It looks like a copycat switch that you just put use your cell phone. Oh, yeah, that have. Razor thing is weird. Yeah. Uh, Cesar, do you want to take this uh, New Game Plus Expo? This seems like it's up your alley. I can't. A lot of cool stuff announced. Starting with Yeez 9. How's the ending Yeez 9? Monstrum Knox. Uh, it's just at the top of the article from Games Radar, which was written by Austin Wood. Which is fine. That was the big surprise of the show at the very end. Uh, there were some hints going around from uh, Falcom where they had uh, mentioned that uh, that Yeez, the new next uh, the next Ease was coming to America, but nothing concrete. It was something, I guess it was a slip of a tongue that he did maybe about six or seven months ago. So everybody knew it was coming. But uh, they, uh, the biggest surprise is that I think it was PS4 only in Japan. And it looks like they got a Switch port and a PC port for America. Um, some super sleuths that uh, saw on the uh, Nipunichi Software America channel that um, it's coming to PS4 first, apparently. So they said PS4 and then PC and Switch later on in the year because I guess they're still working on the ports. Uh, they Those didn't mention super sleuths. Yeah, they didn't mention that part, but I'm guessing they're hoping they may not come to that since everything's coming out next year anyway. So uh, the next one I'll let Brand talk about is uh, something something curse of the something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let him elaborate about uh, that popping up there since that sounds like up his alley. Uh, yes, it's uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon Two uh, was announced, uh, also being published again by NT Creates. Um, no release date, just announced, um, that it's in product, in, well, in development. Um, as far as platforms, they're going to do PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, uh, PC. Um, and this was the kind of like 2D side story thing that we got leading up to Bloodstained. Yes, they had extra money, uh, from the Kickstarter and they did that the first You're welcome. One. Yeah. Yep, I was there and too. Yep. They made that uh the 8-bit game that was somewhat of like a, a prelude slash rehashing of uh kind of what happened uh in the main game, um Ritual of the Night. Um but all in all, I mean it was it was a great game, kind of based on the uh Castlevania three, where you had three different uh, characters that yep. you could be, but this one you could uh, on the fly switch between the four four different characters. Uh, and this one's the same, except for the fact that uh, you have one character returning, um, Zengetsu, and then you have three not, brand new characters. Not the sword for Bleach. 
Let's not I was about to say Bankai. Zungets. <laughs> uh, it's rated T for teen for violence and blood. Yes. That's uh, that's what I'm here for, guys. Right, I'm ready for that uh, teenage violence. <laughs> and blood. <laughs> teenage... Speaking of teenage blood, there's a fairy tale RPG coming. Well, we skipped over the the, uh, the great Trails of Cold Steel 4, which caused me to... Because um, normally when I see shit when they uh, do Trails, they always like, hey, Gimax is very good about like, hey, I'm, I'm posting something for Trails, so fucking spoilers. This one, they just went straight in the fucking trailer. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just fumbling around like I'm like, uh, just trying to like pause or throw it throw my phone somewhere. So I don't know what happened in the trailer. <laughs> mute, mute, yeah. unfollow, block. <laughs> so I just know there's a big cliffhanger at the end of three. Um, I I decided to wait to, to finish up three until four got closer, and we got a release date for four, which they did say is October, and then it'll be next year for PC and Switch. Okay. Um, next up was uh, as Richard alluded to his fairy tale, and I don't know if I mentioned last time I finished fairy tale all 327 episodes. I finished it two weeks ago. An accomplishment. Yes, it took me six months, but I fucking nailed it. Look at that shit. So I uh, know the whole backstory, even though they're not going to do the final uh, arc on this game, which now, for some reason, I know now. I think they're going to stop at uh, Tartaros. They're not going to go through the Alvarez arc, which finishes it up. But uh, they one did, does. Yep. You can't you can't finish it up without Alvarez. But um, it it does show the uh, the fight system, which is magic based, and how you can do quests and power up your different magic attacks. So I mean, it's something that they uh, bring a lot in the anime and the manga too, where they uh, it is a magic based anime. So I mean, I, I think you've talked about this one before, and you said it was real faithful to the source material. It wasn't you know some bastardization. It, it looks like a good, it's like a good representation of the material. Yeah, from what I can tell on there, other than. Um, Something with uh with Gray where they keep calling him an Ice Demon. They kept they didn't call him an Ice Demon Slayer. They called him something else. And I was like, no, he's an Ice Demon Slayer. That's no, he's not whatever that is. That was my only gripe whenever they showed the 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 subtitles. And I don't know why it bothered me. I'm fucking in, incepted now with that show. So every time I look he's, at it, I have to judge a frost, it. Now. He's a Frost Devil Killer. He's not an Ice Demon Slayer. And then uh, on to Shuren the Wonder. <laughs> <to the power. laughs> that was my big get right there. Was a Shuren the Wanderer. That was out of fucking nowhere from Chun, uh, Spike Chunsoft. Uh, this was the the Vita game, uh, which was they, very. I'm about to say these. They've been making these for a while, right? And this is just a port of the Vita game that they're putting on Switch and PC now. That's the only difference. Um, they said it's for DS. I don't remember getting it on DS. I don't know if we got it on DS in America. I remember buying this on the Vita. Uh, then they went and uh, re- we already knew this was coming out, but they kind of just went over a uh, uh, Rampa uh, 10th anniversary. Uh, they said to keep an eye out for the series. It's not 10th anniversary for us. It's been 10 years for Japan, but he knows it's popular. I think even the creator joked about uh, he has more followers from around the world than he does in Japan, and he would eventually move to the United States one day once he learned <laughs> it. I don't know if he was joking, but that's what he said. Um, I guess that was his uh, is, dig. Is he sure? Is he sure now? He, he seemed like that's what he wanted to do. So that is now coming to uh, cell phones. Um, then they, uh, they, then they, there's not, and this article's all from Games Radar, and they kind of just uh, glanced over a lot, some stuff that's not everything in here. Uh, they, they went through and did like a sizzle reel of like a, a bunch of games that are coming out through the summer, which was um, the new uh, Story of Seasons and. Uh, Anki and Giraffe, a lot of them were like uh, indie Japanese uh, games. Um, 
I think my favorite bit was uh, Sudo started out the show. <laughs> that one had me rolling, man. His head was covering up the No More Heroes 3 gameplay, so we can <laughs> shit. I'm trying to, trying to look around and like, see what it looks like. And he's talking through it the whole time, yeah. describing yeah. it, and there's there's actual gameplay of the new uh, and he's covering no up More Heroes. Yeah, and his head's he's co- just covering up Travis. His head is covering Travis. He can't see shit. It's covering up the main character, so you don't know, you don't know anything. It's a classic move. Yeah, fucking Suda, man. Uh, damn that Goichi. Um, we didn't put it in news, but uh, Square Enix has come out recently and said they're gonna they're gonna announce the games they were gonna announce at E3 over the next like couple months, like July, August. So we'll we'll still be getting exciting E3 esque things throughout the summer. Yeah, buy size fun because I think the next big thing is gonna be Ubisoft and Microsoft, and then that rumored uh, Sony rebuttal that's supposed to happen in August. I guess they're they're aware that Microsoft's going to do their thing in July, and then they got some stuff lined up in August. Apparently, and that's the rumor. I don't know if that's true or not, but we're in the lead up, man. This is this is the time when they start vying for dollars. Hey, man, I'm already I'm already need. Or, hey, I, I just bought that TV is 120 frames per second. I'm I'm already there. I'm like I'm ready. You're ready to go. I, I just, yep. just give me some boxes to hook up to it. I'm I good. Fire- I fired up the Xbox One X and I can put it, I can play games on 1080p 120 frames per second. I was looking online to see if anything uses it and I think somebody said uh, Rainbow Six Siege was the only game that goes up to 70 frames per second. And I was like, eh, I'm not gonna go through all that. <laughs> Try it. You got to see what it looks like. But it works. It shows uh, 1080p 120 frames per second. It's in there. Uh, you, yeah. You, it lets you select it in the menu. Yeah, yeah. I, I put it on there. Can it go past 1080p for 120 frames? But it's there. It's on there. I, like I said, I had to look it up online. I think that was the only game that can uncap past 60. Um, yeah. All right, so I, I'll take this next one because we're only four stories in and it's almost an hour. <laughs> yeah, but this one's, this one's going to eat us alive. That was the longest one. All right, so the next one is uh, we got a cyberpunk anime coming uh, from uh, Trigger Studio, which uh, handled the Kill a Kill anime, which I took the tattoo right here straight off the, the Kill a Kill manga. Uh, and then we also got the World Ends With You anime as well, coming from uh, Square Enix. I'm uh, very excited say, for more of the cyberpunk universe to be fleshed out. Yeah, but we're, I don't think we're getting that to, what, like 2022, I think they said? It's gonna it's way, way in the future. Uh, but I do like that studio. I'm trying to open the article, but I'm having uh, difficulties here with this, uh, whatever happened to Google Drive. That New Game Plus thing broke Chrome for me on that, that article. It was trying to load so much shit. It was just, it was nonstop. It broke that, so that tab. It, it's called Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Um, this is all from The Verge from uh, Nick Stott. Um, it's a 10-episode story about a street kid trying to survive in technology and body modification of the city of the future. Borderline Akira, never, never mind that. Having everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner. Almost sounds like Blade Runner, but we're, we're getting there. <laughs> Mercenary out, Outlaw is known as a cyberpunk. Uh, it's going to be done by Trigger. Uh, I think the music is going to be done by the... Uh, what's it? Uh, Silent Hill, dude. Yep, he's fucking busy as hell. Yeah. Especially if that rumor Silent Hill 5 is true. Um, I think that's the majority of what they said on it. They haven't really got much into details other than they get that synopsis. Uh, and then they kind of clarify that, you know, I don't know if we got that article in here where they kind of did their the Cyberpunk 2077 that night thing or what, where they kind of went over the, like the first four hours of gameplay and a lot of uh, the gaming magazines went out there and preview, uh, previewed it. And Preview event. They did like a lot of the customization, which was deep. Um, was very deep. I don't know if we should go into like you can even now you can get down to pubic hair and different styles and colors. Uh, penis links. Yep. And one type of vagina, one vagina model for everything is, in the game. 
which I'm sitting here like, I don't know why, whatever, but like, well, I, let me just go ahead and pull all my penis for this uh, scene. But uh, hey, we all played GTA 5 at some point. It happened. So <laughs> It happened for three generations. Yeah. So I think this was the next story. So uh, they uh, confirmed that it was delayed. Um, all the Xbox people were blaming the PS4 people. All the PS4 people were blaming the PS4 people. So apparently this was pushed back uh, right around the uh, launch of the next-gen console so we can get that upgrade. Yeah. So I think it's playable uh, so to they extend. Confirmed some, it. They confirmed with, it's going to look better right off the rip. But it's not and a full remake until next following year. The yeah. dedicated patch or build or whatever they're going to call these upconvert things will be sometime next year. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Brant? What's your uh, cyberpunk interest level? Uh, I go back and forth on it. I mean, yeah. um, the game looks like it's just going to be great. Um, so I, don't, I honestly don't mind um, waiting to buy it. But I still am at the point where I'm like, I don't know if it'll be a, a day one for me. It's another time, like a time thing. Because it'll time also, de- yeah, it'll also depend. I mean, is it one of those games where it's going to come out on on both platforms? Is it where it's going to come out a few months before the release of the new consoles? And I mean. They Obviously, said, they said what November twenty first. So yeah. we're we're all thinking like the new consoles are that week or the week before, or the week after. They're all in that window. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I mean, you gotta you gotta choose which box you're gonna get, uh, and if you're gonna get a box because we still haven't. We've heard rumors of of the prices of these things, yeah. and obviously, if you want Cyberpunk. Um, and you want it to look good, you want it to play good, you're going to want it on the newest machine. So it's it's kind of just a waiting game at this point to see 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 a little bit more information. Yeah. Who has the... Does Microsoft have the marketing deal on that one? I know they have the yeah. Cyberpunk console. Okay. So they're going to be pushing that hard. That's probably going to be... When the console wars flame up again, that's probably going to be one of the first digital foundry things we see is uh, like a Series X versus PS5 build. There'll probably be comparis- strong comparisons on that one. Yeah, yeah, because I think they just did the marketing deal. But this is going to get weird because I think uh, Imran Khan, you saw where he was on uh, Reset Era where he said he, he, he broke that report where uh, Sony, Sony was cost- cashing checks around town. You saw that, right? Uh-huh. Where they were they were doing that shit we hate and they were money had and stuff. They're like buying exclusivity for a year, two years. They said they were uh, doing that for a lot for the upcoming PlayStation. They said uh, they said so you know all that bullshit I was telling you that Microsoft was going on there where Sony would announce something and then Microsoft would come out there like oh it's on our system too. Yeah. They're purposely going out and buying stuff so Microsoft can shut up about doing they're, that. They're locking down that first year of certain things. Yeah, they said some of them are first year, some of them are three months, six months, some of them are permanent. They're just all over the place. But they said apparently he said that they're writing checks all across uh, all across town. He said, "Don't be surprised when you'll see more and more of that coming this coming generation. They're going to rely a lot on Money Hat." And we, I think we alluded to that. We put that in our news before when they uh, were talking about God uh, Godfall being uh, yeah. coming to console first. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be this bad, but apparently, according to him, he said it's going to it's going to be very pre- uh, prevalent. So this is my nightmare. This is worse than the pre-order bonuses at various retailers. 
and uh, Crash, like, we're going to come coming up, we're going to talk about Crash. If you order digitally, you get all this extra shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm not buying a digital copy. Uh, next story, Pokemon Unite is the League of Legends game we never knew we wanted from Pokemon. And that was the story. And on to the Animal Crossing <laughs> update. Dips it toe in the water. Yes, excellent. <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons adds oh. swimming. Fuck that Pokemon thing. I think I sat here and I was like, all right. I was like, all right. I'm getting excited. Let's, let's yeah. get this in. And, I'm, and I saw that shit. I was like, man, you could. I was like, I don't know what happened. You, you, you didn't have enough time to tack it in. And last week, you didn't want to taint Pokemon Snap. I mean, w- what was the deal? You're like, let's just disappoint them next week. Ten cent you know. money. Wait, why are we going back to this? I was totally no. in. I'm, I closed the tab. I'm on the, I'm on Animal Crossing I, Swim. I just, I just want to put out there that I, I was severely let down. They talked about a big announcement. And yeah. I don't know. Good. I don't oh, MOBA, I don't MOBA, so yeah, um, it's a MOBA. It's a five v five. I think the cool thing is that it's like uh, smartphone and Switch and was it one other platform that you could Android. play with? This is Android and Android. Uh, iOS. Okay, yeah. and Switch. But it's a MOBA. Send uh, your Pokemon at each other and watch the numbers go up and down, which I guess is what Pokemon has been this whole time. And I'll, also, just a note on, uh, since y'all talked about it last week, but that one with the Pokemon Snap for last week, uh, I don't know if you, I know a lot of us follow Cheap Ash uh, Gamer on that thread. My uh, my favorite argument was everybody arguing about if that game was $59. <laughs> and he was like, really, this is a new game. When when when, when did you think it was not going to be $59? <laughs> I love it. That's that's become the new thing is when people start bitching about the price. It's like yeah. it's like an auto reply. Did you not think this was going to be $59.99? <laughs> I'm sitting here like I'm with him. I was like, "What the fuck? This is a new Nintendo game." I was like, "I'm looking at different prices for Nintendo games. Like, did I miss something? Did they come out for thirty-nine or forty-nine now? Is this the first one I've ever seen?" I'm right. like, "When was our last budget? Was it like Sushi Striker? Didn't that come out cheaper?" I think somebody was like trying to allude to like this shit should have came out like Captain Toad price, which I think was like twenty-nine or thirty-nine Captain or something like that. Yeah. But, but Captain I mean, Toad in of itself was a port of a Wii U game, so yeah, yeah. And even then, I think it was like ten dollars cheaper than when it came out on the Wii U. I think it was cheap on the Wii U also. <laughs> I day one that shit on Wii U and the Mrs. Beat well, in a weekend. Man. Oh man, I'm sorry. I had to put that out there. Somebody did that with another game too, where they were bitching about the the full price. And I just I I, I look for that in the threads now. I'm like I'm yep. like these are new games. What the fuck? Just just wait. Everybody, I love how people did you not think like, this was gonna be fifty nine ninety nine? That or their uh, the extra comment like I'll wait till it's twenty. I'm like thanks for letting us all know. It's like just just wait till it's twenty. You don't have to let us know. We appreciate it. We need to start pinning these tweets and then follow it up with these people or tag them every time we see it on sale to start spamming these people. Oh, God. Hey, it's 20, man. That's all you on here. Just retweet $20. <laughs> oh, you meant Either. $20 off, not $20. My bad. Either that or it'll be the same person that, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I can't believe it was going to be 59 And then day one, they're taking a picture of them holding up the box going like, yeah. look what I got it. Re- release day, you know. Yeah. People love the bitch, man. I just want to bring that out there. I always have to do one every episode. And on to Richard's Animal Crossing update dips is still in the water. Yes, because I wrote that in the show notes and it was glorious. Uh, Animal Crossing update will let you swim, much like uh, GTA San Andreas. Um, there will be other features from San Andreas added to New Horizons. I think that's the biggest bit of the story. Can I lift weights and get super bulk? No, but there are crafting options. Uh, Mermaid-themed furniture and some changes to Gulliver, the drunk bird that always... I can never figure out what to do with him, and I quit playing oh, God. Crossing, so I don't that, even... 
So, you know, I think you have to save him like 30 times and he gives no. you a fucking golden tool. One, yeah. one time he asked me to find these pieces and you have to dig for them. And I yeah. never found one of the five. And I was like, I spent 10 minutes digging. No, no yep, that game yep. was a waste of time. You have to look at the squirting water out of the sand. And then yeah. that's where the, the pieces what? are. What? He never yeah. told me that. He, does, he never told me that. Yeah. yeah, they don't tell you. But it's it's normally the clams and you just dig them up when he's around. And they're the they're part, they're parts that, that he's looking for. But that fucking Manila is my favorite flavor bullshit joke that I see every time I pick up a clam. Every but, fucking time. What is the joke? Wait a minute. Oh, it's a Manila clam. It's my favorite flavor. And you have to hear that every time you dig one up. Like the sea bass and the C++. Yeah. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yes. And there was a brand new pun because with this uh, update, you can catch new sea creatures, oh. uh, including a sea star. And it says, oh, a sea star. C- can I get its autograph or you know something like that? So the whole point of this story. I love and, it. We'll be craving the, another one in five years. And, I, and I'm not trying to tie it back to me. Is this enough for me to jump back in the pool and play this game again? And it's no. I spent <laughs> 60 hours in this game and I was like, I'm done. I, I was like, I, t- I think I had this conversation with Richard at some point. I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I just, I got out of the grind. I'm sure everybody in my island is dead or moved away. I haven't been there in the last three months. I got to the point where you have to build furniture for people to get them to move in. Like, I still have my original two people. So you have to build furniture for these people. I don't like building furniture for myself. Don't make it a requirement to have these people in here. Like, I was hoping, I left it alone for like three weeks and I came back to it. My daughter had written me a letter, so I had to open the mailbox and see the letter and, uh, and you know, share that with her. But I was hoping they would have just moved in like, OK, you didn't complete it, but it's been three weeks. So here they are. No, it's still fucking waiting for those people. Waiting for so that it's, shit. It's me. My daughter's in a tent and it's two other people on that island. And nope, I'll check That's... back in one day. But nah, I'm yeah, waiting. I'm... Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Brent. Go right ahead. Yeah, no, nah, I. I was just going to say, I'm at the exact opposite end of the spectrum from y'all. <laughs> because I, uh, everyone in my family has that game. And, I uh. mean, we're on, we were on, damn, uh, there's a site uh, called Nookazon that uh, is just an Amazon <laughs> of uh, anything you can find in Animal Crossing. And people post it up. And you go through them on Discord and you trade for different items or bells or Holy whatever. Shit. and shit. Oh yeah, you can get whatever you want. Um, there's where do I go to kick Brant from? <laughs> remove they're removed from call. Hey but, man, you are on the total opposite end. But on, by the bug. But honestly, I mean, as of late for the past couple months, as soon as it rolls over to a new month, I'll catch whatever new bugs there are. I'll catch whatever new fish there are. Uh, if there's an event like tomorrow, there's a. Uh, bug catching event we're gonna do that probably for you know an hour or whatever but as I mean, a family mostly, yeah and i probably will invite a few awesome. of the friends over yeah. virtually of course um but every net na- as of now i log in once every day just to pick up the sticks do my daily stuff <laughs> and check and see what's in the shop and if it's nothing that i care about i just just turn it off. Duck out. Yeah. yeah. My my dream is not to play it for the next five years, and then when I log in, it's The Last of Us 3, and that's what happens. <laughs> like it's graphics a, and everything. It's a secret update. They come up and yeah. it's like, you, you just got, whoa, Last of Us 3 story. I'm like, yes. The animals, paid off. the animals have turned on each other. Wasn't there a PC? Eating each other. 
Yeah, going. You see them like turning each other over on a spit over a fire. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that just sounds like um. Oh god, what did you think was going to happen? You had a you had three villagers. One's a penguin, one's a lion, and the other one's a damn gazelle. <laughs> nature, nature finds a way. <laughs> No, but I was uh, a minute ago. I was thinking with that time lapse. Wasn't there a PC indie game that you had to log on like seven years after you first played it to get a? There was an achievement or a trophy or something that you could get. It wasn't something I played, but it was a an indie game that it required a, a seven year log on after you last played it to, or first played it maybe to to get a certain trophy. Uh, speaking of having not played something in seven years, uh, it's actually 20 years. We're going to get a new Crash Bandicoot. This is officially Crash Bandicoot 4. Um, okay. I loved how somebody on Twitter was like, this is going to get awkward, and they just uh, referenced the Crash Bandicoot 4 box art from uh, Japan. Japan. <laughs> just like Super <laughs> Mario Bros. 4. It's like, it's finally time. It's like, this is going to be awkward, and they show 4 and 5 from Japan. <laughs> they did number those. Yeah. Um, Crash Bandicoot, the sequel, the true sequel to Crash Bandicoot Warped, <laughs> notes The Verge, uh, 1998 classic Crash Bandicoot Warped, is coming to PS4 and Xbox One on October 2nd for $59.99. Uh, a noted missing from that is PC and Switch. I think those games sold a shit ton on Switch. But they have always come afterwards, apparently. Yeah. I think Activision just sucks with their ports. I said it. Suck it, Bobby. <laughs> <Bobby Tech. laughs> Uh, did you guys watch? Uh, did you guys watch this trailer? This looks like a good ass crash. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it does look good. Yeah, the tone looks-, looks true. Something about Crash doesn't quite look right, but the tone and everything. And uh, Brant and I talked about last week that that remaster set. Something was just off on the hitboxes and the jumping, and it just wasn't you, quite. I remember you mentioned that. Um, I just went into the game like I never played the originals, and I was fine. I was like, "Oh, look, Crash! I never played this game before." I see. I think I played too much of, especially that first one. I've started that first one soon because you couldn't, didn't have memory card support, or you had nope. to build up the candy tokens to save, and it was that old bullshit system. You have no, to remember. You... you have to remember. I lived the the darkest timeline, so I, instead of playing Crash Bandicoot, I've always played Croc. Oh Ooh. gosh, if we could only have a Croc reboot, I would love it. It's about time. It's about time. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, the the first one you could save, but you had to get to the end of the bonus stage, and if you failed the bonus stage, you were you were screwed. And that's after collecting the three candy coins or whatever they were. That was just to get to the bonus stage, and then if you died, you were screwed. Yep. So, but all right. So to make a to not get off too off track, but uh, let's play the game about who owns the Croc uh, license. It's I know it was an Argonaut game. You know they pitched uh, it as a Yoshi game to Nintendo first. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's Fox, isn't it? Fox yep. produced and, the first. And then who uh, owns two, Fox oh, now? Yeah, Disney. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so I said it right there. We're gonna get a Croc game from uh, EA, and they're gonna try to make five of them and just only make one of them, and it's gonna suck. How deep was that Croc universe? <laughs> Could we have ever? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Could we have ever gotten a Toys for Life? Croc game, like back when that was big, that would have been the time to bring that back, right? Like the in the Disney, well, Disney Dude, didn't have them yet. Fucking fucking Croc is my 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 Albert Odyssey, where every time I look at that Albert Odessa <laughs> or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. And then there's a there's a fucking like Croc's Runners World on the uh, PS4, and it's like yeah. it's a Croc running game, and I look at it, it's like, yeah, Croc Four, let's go. And I'm like, that fucking <laughs> shit, I fall for it every time. I'm like, yeah, finally they brought Croc back. 
So there was Croc for PS1, and they made a second one. Was it also for PS1? Yes. Yes. I think I think we got the first one in Saturn also. I was about to say there's a yeah. Saturn port of that one too in there. That game was trash. Did you really play a lot of Croc? <laughs> Did you really play a lot of Croc? I got it. You had this whole conversation uh, last week about how y'all get one game. That was like one game I got for Christmas, and that's that's all. You know, I had to play it. So it is what it is. Oh man, what is? Oh, uh, I actually was watching a Giant Bomb stream. They were they were rotating in and out GBA games. This is one of those games that we're talking about. Fucking uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones for GBA. This was my birthday. Whatever it was, I was like, I gotta have this game. I'd seen screenshots in Nintendo Power. Yeah. I was like, it looks like the fucking movie. And it had like the little bitty movie clips in it. And I was like, I've gotta have this. That game was garbage, and it's all I had. I'd beaten Golden Sun. <laughs> I'd raced all I wanted to race in F Zero. That game was straight trash. Yeah, because then uh, then uh, Russell also had that uh, Lord of the Rings game also. Lord, yeah, Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, and he had the better <laughs> game. When I looked at, it, I was like, that looks like shit. He had the better game. It was like an it was like a Diablo type thing. It was a good game. Brent, you got any like that in your uh in your back your back history of probably not so great games, but you had to just slog your way through it? Gosh. I'm trying to think. One game that frustrated me as a kid was uh Soul Reaver. And even going back to it now, it's a it's a good game, but I mean that game, it's so stinking dark, you can't see some of the stuff half the time because the environments are are so dark and it, it, it that game is a good story but the mechanics in it oh the, did the you mechanic, play it on ps1 yes have you ever given the dreamcast one a shot no i need to that might be worth checking out i might say well we can burn dreamcast games mm-hmm. about to say i might see if i have extra copy that one, or you can eventually, uh, I don't know if you PC game, you can get it for like a dollar on PC. It is on PC, and it's always on sale. Uh, I didn't put this in the notes either, but there was a, there was some sort, there was some redemption for Bruce Straley and Neil Druckmann and Amy Hennig. You know, uh, IGN broke a story that there was that uh, Amy Hennig was kind of ousted during that Uncharted Four, like there was a like a coup or something. Yeah, Mitch and, Dyer. Your, your yeah, boy Mitch Dyer. Yeah. Mitch Dyer, and he and IGN totally ran on a rumor, and he didn't want to run it, and he was forced to by two, I think the same two IGN higher ups yep. that we were mentioning earlier. They made him run that story, and he came out. You know, Twitter was this platform. He's like, "Hey, I did not want to do this. This went a went is went a went. It went a, against everything that I wanted to do, but my name was on it, and I caused all this drama for years. And he apologized to the two dudes and. They seem to take it pretty well. Yeah. I remember Neil said he was angry about it for a while, and he, yeah. finally, he finally got over it. Yeah. That was bad blood, because I, I remember that kind of a shadow over Naughty Dog, and they, they've been kind of spotless for so long. Yeah. Because I think they had had Amy had to go in there and clear it up and said it wasn't. It wasn't like something she kept quiet about. And, right. And it was like, oh, that's what happened. She had to come out there and like, no, I mean, that she just wanted to do something different, you know. But you never believe the person who was ousted. And then, like, she jumped from project to project to project after that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yep, she's the problem. It just tied into, you know, what we had been told and published by IGN, a major news source. All right. We went off on a tangent. Crash 4, uh, 60 bucks. I don't, yeah, we got to, somehow we got to Charter 4 from Crash 4. <laughs> Via Croc and potentially <laughs> a Toys for Life game for Croc. Again, All right, guys. Deserve. I'm sorry, everyone. All right, let's. Uh, Are we not streaming Croc? I, I want to play it really bad. It needs to be done. I'll play it now, too. 
I, I just played that first level and I would jump across that one platform and collect whatever it was and get to the end of the level. And I was like, no, games have come so much further. There was a promo at, and I bought my PS2, for my first one from GameStop. There was a promo where you traded in a PS1 and five PS1 games or something like that. That was the first one I put in the stack. I was like, <laughs> you are going to fucking go. You are out of here. Croc Crap. Legend of the Gobos. What the hell is a Gobo? Little furry guys. Yeah, what the hell's a Brent? You stop with your logic yeah. and, your, <laughs> and your Gobo Lord knowledge. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate adds Min Min from Arms. I was super super excited about that. Yeah, yes. I, I love Min Min. We beat Arms together, right? Didn't we play the co-op campaign and storm through it? I think I put a total of uh, two hours of Arms, and that was all with you in that room. So uh, it was a good two hours. Let me clarify with the switch. It's getting weird. Yep. Punching the air. <laughs> Throwing bows. Yeah, because I remember Richard's like, this ain't too bad. And I never played it again. I don't think Richard's ever played it again. <laughs> we got <laughs> our feel after that point. <laughs> no reason Richard, to go back. Richard's like trying to talk himself into it. Like, yeah, it's like it's not like our whole uh, one-two switch where I was out after five minutes. I'm like, fuck, one-two switch. <laughs> we played that on launch night. We had everybody yeah, over there. Were, I think you and Russell switch. were playing the longest. I was like, fuck this game. I'm done. Now it's like the most fucking expensive uh, Switch game. How did that happen? And that one peripheral on Amazon they keep selling, and it shows like the 10, 10 one, two Switch copies in each in each slot. I'm just gonna buy that uh, case and just like keep leaving bad reviews because like I didn't get my ten copies of one two Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever played it, Brent? Oh, Arms. Yeah. Uh, or one two Switch, I guess. Or one two Switch. We we moved to one two Switch. No, that was one of those I I kind of avoided, but now that it's uh it's actually harder to find now it's it's one of those things i'm like man i should find a copy you, i got you're, rid of mine dude you, i got it launch day and I, I think i took it back the next day i got out of that one yeah you, you're like me brand every time i look online i'm like up oh, 49 i was like ah i'll talk myself out of it every time i look at the price I'm, I'm gonna be pissed one day when i go up there and like i'm not paying hundred dollars for this shit game yeah <laughs> i should have bought it when it's 49 <laughs> what is the pill it's gonna be like a fucking call classic <laughs> like five years from now yep like yeah, the, Forbidden launch title. Yeah, you're gonna loot, uh, Brent. You, uh, you're a big Arms fan. Yeah, yeah. That was actually one of the uh, that was one of the first games that that kind of came out on the Switch. When at a weird time, I mean, you had um, uh, Breath of the Wild had 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 been out for a while. Um, Mario Odyssey had been out for a while, and then they came out with this this brand new game, and there wasn't a, else. There wasn't a lot else that they they really had big titles at the time, yeah. um, and I enjoyed Arms a lot. Um, I, I don't know about about you guys, but I, I mean I played Arms um, pretty heavy for, uh, for a little while. Did you play online or just the campaign or like multiplayer at home or what was your what was your main experience with it? Um, a little bit of the the campaign, um, a lot of uh, online multiplayer. Oh. Uh, I think you, you um, got to the depth in there. Yeah, I think um, me and Richard's favorite part was the the the, the song where they're chanting, "Oh, <laughs> that's the best." <laughs> Damn it! Now I want to play Arms and Croc Legend of the Gobos. Oh, don't worry, we'll get that Arms soundtrack when it comes in the. Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of tracks coming. That's that always includes. Uh, comes along with a new expansion pack fighter or whatever they call them. Yeah. Brand. I think the big thing. It wasn't a bad game, and I enjoyed the time I played with it with Cesar. 
I had built up in my mind that this was a new IP like Splatoon and it was just going to grab me and I was going to be glued to it like I was Splatoon and like just the zaniness and it, it didn't, I'm not a fighting fan. I know you like fighting games. So that's a huge gap in my like gaming knowledge or whatever. And so I think you can appreciate the, you know, the twists and the, the throws and punches and all that kind of stuff that it, it just didn't really click with me. But we're getting um, Min Min and those songs. Um, there's other parts to this, but this article is not that great. Yeah. They, uh, they glanced over it a lot, yeah. It's not a good article. Yeah. Because there's, there's a Mii Fighter that's a big one, right? Yeah, they're they're adding um, the Mii Fighter costume of Ninjaro from ARMS as well. Um, they added Mii costumes for um, Callie and Mari from... Um, Splatoon. Splatoon. Speaking of Splatoon, um, Vault Boy, which was Vault kind Boy. of like out of nowhere. Um, I'm doing these off the off the top of my head because I've been trying to look for them in well another. Well done. It's like form. you're reading an article. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all of them because I think there's at least one or two more because I I'm, I'm on the fly trying to find an article as well, you know, rather than just pulling up the YouTube video here. Um, but yeah, I, I know there's a few more, but it looks like a lot of great content um, coming in this this update. Uh, I think the biggest part of it was, uh, and we're all collectors, and we all have our collective spaces. Sakurai had a dope ass game setup with his <laughs> TVs and all of his systems. He had like a fat PS3. That was an awesome setup. Mm-hmm. Two two big ass TVs. I'm like, what the yes. hell? I don't feel so bad for him now when they like keep dragging him back for Smash Brothers stuff. Like this is his escape. This is what he what he games on. He's got this paradise down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an avid gamer, man. He's like a yep. he's like a Shuhei. You know, they, he plays on all platforms. Yep. He had a One X. He had a PS4 Pro. Like he had everything hooked up there. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Saw a Wii U. Did you find an article, Brant? Ah, uh, still looking. I'm. Yeah, so I'm probably just gonna wind up. Oh, go ahead, Cesar. Yeah, so I think the only th- other thing you didn't mention, and you might have mentioned it, I might have uh, missed that part. Was uh, we're getting uh, new Mebos, a Joker and a Hero from Dragon Quest, right? I think that was where they kind of ended up at. Yeah, uh, those I hadn't touched on that yet. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much all they went over on that. Uh, on that uh, new Smash uh, character announcement, they didn't give any uh, idea when the next one was gonna be. For the uh, other than that, we're still going to get more from that pass coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Min Min. Uh, I'm a big fan of the the ramen based uh, attacks. Um, yeah, and and then Sakurai demonstrated a lot with Min Min, showing off the different moves like like he always does. And there's there's a lot of depth depth to this character. It's it's more than. It, in normal Sakurai fashion, it's it's not just throw a character in there, have him do a punch, do a kick, you know. Yeah, so uh, enough about Min Min. We'll go ahead and uh, hopefully Richard can enlighten us on the the, the life and times of uh, Billy Mitchell. As he uh, wonder, wonderfully wrote, uh, do we really want to talk about Billy Mitchell for 800? It seems like it's a quarterly update, right? It's uh, either good or bad, or something's happening. What a weird fucking dude. Does he look like Peter Dinklage to anybody else? Does anybody else see him in Billy Mitchell? I mean, uh, he's got a distinct look, too. Yeah. Kind of. A little bit, I guess. 
if you ever watch the regular show, they did a whole episode where they get like a Billy Mitchell knockoff where they played this giant <laughs> giant head uh, at an arcade machine that had a record and they beat his record. And he just like went egotistical on them. So it was clear uh, it was clearly referencing Billy Mitchell, but it wasn't Billy Mitchell in the in the cartoon. But you you know who it was because he had the same long hair and the beard as well. So. It was a silly snitchel. But it was just a floating head. That's all it was. It was just a giant head. And he was peddling other types of condiments, barbecue sauce. Uh, I don't know if I got that deep yet. That's before uh, all that went out. All right. So, and I've got a summary of this. It comes from The Verge. But basically, uh, Billy Mitchell was stripped of all his records at some point, uh, 2018, uh, for Pac-Man and Donkey Kong because it was proven that he was playing on some sort of emulation. Like people who know. They know how the normal Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, like the the screens will draw in, and they were able to compare that to Mame and concluded that um, he'd used some sort of emulator or a reproduction of some kind. Uh, but Guinness has restored Guinness World Records has restored that. Um, and the stupid thing. All right, here's the here's the ridiculous quote. Existing evidence and newly sourced eyewitness testimony, plus some new expert gameplay analysis and hardware verification was reviewed before reversing the decision. In the end, we found that there was it just wasn't sufficient evidence to support the disqualification across the board. And basically, there's another article. I should have tagged that one. But they their evidence was that there's no way he could have played Donkey Kong on that monitor inside another arcade cabinet which we all know you can pop a main box or a Mr. Raspberry Pi or whatever else you want to inside that cabinet. So Guinness World Records is not the official stance on any of this. It's it's actually Twin Galaxies, and I don't think they've reversed their stance at all because they have criteria for this. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can be the top main Donkey Kong, and you can be the NES Donkey Kong, and they break it down versus all that stuff. But this dude, uh, this is a weird dude, man. He's, I guess he's carved out his niche, and he wants to make sure his legacy lasts, whatever it is. Absolutely. There we go. I guess we talked about Billy Mitchell for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Last of Us Part 2 sales top 4 million in three days. This comes from Jimatsu. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 sold through more than 4 million copies as of June 21st. Becoming the fastest-selling PS4 exclusive title ever. And I think it's faster than the first Last of Us after three weeks or four weeks, mm-hmm. I believe. Which, in of itself, was with the fastest-selling new PlayStation IP at the time. So you guys are two of those, I believe. And and what's funny is you chose the most toxic article. Stay out of the comments out of Gmatsi, everyone. So let's just leave it at that. All right. I'm already done. I closed the tab. Yep, you should. Um, so a shit ton of Last of Us, two copies. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, I think that's pretty much it, right? I mean, we'll probably see that sales go up even higher. So it's done well. It's uh, it's, a, it's an impressive game. This MPD is uh, gonna be interesting. All right, so I'll go ahead and we got the Xbox Live Games with Gold uh, July edition, uh, our favorite time of the year where we always uh, get that divided crowd where everybody say the games are shit and somebody's like, oh, <laughs> one good game or hey. I think somebody had mentioned in Twitter on the Xbox feeds, like, I think I between this and PlayStation, I own every rally game ever made. Um, uh, that's probably accurate. <laughs> it's 
Pretty and there close. was just a there was just a Codemasters humble bundle, so you could you could have all the dirt games on PC now at this time too. Absolutely. Uh, so they announced that their free games in July uh, available for the whole month is WRC eight uh, FIA World Rally Championship, which is normally forty nine ninety nine, and this is all uh, this is for Xbox One from July sixteenth to August fifteenth. You get Dunk Lords, which uh, a lot of <laughs> I've never never heard of before in my life, but people on the Microsoft feed on Twitter swear up and down about it, and they're super excited about it because they said they're hoping the community will grow, the online community. Dude, what never is heard Dunk about Lords? I don't know, but I, there's some people in there that would die for Dunk Lords. Is it like uh, Arch Rivals at all? If it is, I'm in day one. I'll, I'll okay. pay. I'll pay all right, I clicked right. the link. I clicked the link, dude. Dunk Lords is a two-on-two basketball beat 'em up featuring over-the-top special moves, devastating dunks, and game-changing equipment. It's already added to my cart. I'm purchasing right now. Mm. I can't wait till it's free. <laughs> 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 Fucking Dunk Lords. Um. On the 360 side, we get the late great uh, Saints Row Dose, uh, which uh, a lot of people say that's the good game of the month. Um, <laughs> this would... guy's punching a strawberry. I haven't moved on from Dunk Lords. This dude's punching a strawberry in the game art. I'm already in. I'm there. <laughs> it, is, it is our bug snacks uh, for the Xbox One. Xbox bug snacks. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, we are getting from July 16th to the 31st, we're getting Juju, which is normally $14.99. I've never heard of that one either. Seems like one of those weird uh, platform-based uh, games. I'm clicking on the link. I'm waiting for it to redirect me to every website ever made. Like this is a uh, journey with the shaman panda Juju and his lizard sidekick Peo as they embark upon a dangerous and mystical journey to save Juju's father and the world from an ancient evil run. Bounce, chant, and battle humongous bosses with a friend, dear family member, in this beautiful animated, lighthearted adventure. I guess you need two people to play this game. And it has to be a family member. Local co-op. This is required. If I look at the screenshots, it looks almost kind of like uh, another game that me and you played, Richard. Guiana Sisters. Yes. And it looks like maybe a mix between New Super Mario Brothers on the platforming aspect. Oh, dude, that looks a lot like Guiana Sisters. Yeah. So Giannis is what I'm getting the vibe from on this. Big time. Okay. Nordic Games. Yeah, yeah, it's Giannis is publisher. So is it Black Forest Games that make this game? Then we know. Flying Wild Hog. I'm going to go with Black Forest Games. Okay, so that's pretty much the Xbox Live <laughs> games will Same go thing. for July. Um, Some good titles, man. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. Be all right. I, I like that we're still getting 360 games. Uh, I think that'll be done for the foreseeable future because we even get Xbox ones uh, tossed out of there. Yeah. Um, in the interest of time, Brent, anything on there you, that really uh, catches your eye you want to try out? Uh, no, I'll probably download a few of those, but I mean, nothing extremely stands out. We're, we, trust me, Brent, we're all adding it to the library, but I'm never going to play WRC8. But uh, oh, yeah, it, but it will be added to the library, so. We'll do a series one day of uh, WRC games, and we'll need the lore from 1 through 7 before we play 8, so and we'll need somehow, those. And then somehow we'll end up on Sega Rally, and we'll just never leave Sega Rally, because that's a true WRC game. Oh, God, I love Sega Rally. Game over, yeah. I tell people all the time, they're like, I, I don't go in there and get those games if I don't like them. I'm like, you never know. You're just All you're doing is adding the license. You don't have to download it. I don't have space on my Xbox. I don't have space on my PlayStation. Just get the license. You never know. You're already paying for it. Go ahead and grab them. Something may strike you. 
a friend may come over, a relative who wants to try something new, and there there it is. I don't know. And we just discovered, too, that we might play just looking at the descriptions yeah. instead of just looking at the box art. That basketball sounds pretty cool. And the fucking, I mean, PlayStation makes it even easier. There's a, there's a fucking button that says add to library. You don't yeah. have to fucking download it. You just add to yep. library. That's like the that. easiest thing you can ever do. Because I always have to cancel that Xbox one. I yep. immediately, immediately goes to download, and I'm like, nope, I don't need you right now. I don't need you ever, uh, except for maybe one day where we just bullshit on the stream. Um, outside of that, and we'll segue into this next uh, article uh, from Gimasu from Sal Romano, the great late, great Sal Romano. Late? What happened to him? No, he's still great, and he's not late. Uh, I went <laughs> it's too on far. time. I apologize, Sal. Um, you're still around, and we still love you, man. All right, so uh, Facebook has uh, acquired Radio Dawn, the um, which is a, a sad, sad day for me and Richard because we were big fans of the order. Uh, does that mean the order two will never come out? I don't know. Maybe there might be an order VR coming out. Maybe on Oculus. Did they own the IP or does Sony? I, I think that's a messy IP own. I, I don't. I don't know if it's that whole thing like they have a Quantic Dream right. where Sony owns that IP for all those three games for Quantic Dream, but then Quantic Dream can take it and do what they want with it. They so just we'll credit Sony through it. We'll get so. the order on the Epic Game Store in three years, probably. And then, Brand, the, did you? What are your thoughts on the order eighteen eighty six? Their your whole uh, future appearances ride on this decision. I absolutely love it. All right, there we go. He's he's, yeah. he's he's good. They'll they'll hand it off to Blue Point. They'll put it in good hands. Hopefully, there we go. We just got to figure out who owns that damn license. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Who's sitting on that IP? Did so, it ever get a PS4 Pro? Did it get a boost or anything from it? Damn it! It was one I of those. Know. It was one of those weird ones where Sony just kind of, because uh, remember they were hitting it out the gate pretty well, and then you know they had a couple of stumbles, and they just, I guess, their way of not people not remembering is they just kind of just didn't do anything with it. They didn't. They didn't do like uh, Microsoft right. did, where they're like, we don't have much, so we're just gonna we're gonna fix Recore and just give give you the game you should have had to begin with, and you know and. They didn't want to celebrate the the perceived failure of the game, yeah, which I loved every fucking minute of it. Oh, it was great, good. yeah. I think that's going to be a cult classic. I think in a couple of years, a lot of people are going to be like, man, where's the sequel we're supposed to get? I think it's going to it's going to grow on a lot of people. Like, uh, everybody loves fucking Scott Pilgrim. I mean, I, when that came out, everybody was like, fuck that movie, fuck that game, and now everybody just won't shut the hell up about it. So It was delisted, and nobody can get it anymore. I just played it on my PS3 the other day. <laughs> you have a <laughs> physical like, copy, or you still yeah. had to download I still had to download digital. I bought it before it was delisted. Yeah, so uh, I actually downloaded that. and I downloaded uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, and X Men: The Beat 'Em Ups on PS3. They were all delisted. Tonight I dine on turtle soup. So uh, apparently, <laughs> <I'm> like, uh, <laughs> apparently, Ready to Don, uh, they previously developed the uh, VR titles from the recently. So that's why they joined Oculus. They didn't lo- Lone Echo, Echo Arena, Echo Combat, the Echo series. Apparently, how were those Fate. perceived? I don't these I'm not in the Oculus universe, so they just kinda came and went for me. I, I am barely in the PlayStation VR universe. I don't know. Are you in that, Brent? I have a VR. It's sitting way back behind me in the little case I bought for it. I mean it's same. It, yeah. I mean I, I think the last game I enjoyed on PlayStation VR was uh, Astrobot and I it's just a chore to hook that shit up all the time. I have my I have my Samsung device that I bought for my PC that I played for Half-Life Alex, and that's the only VR game I played on PC. So that's it. Even though I'm, I'm I think Oculus, we all got in that free copy of a uh, Moss. Moss. 
Which that studio was pretty cool. They're like, oh, this is what's supposed to happen. Everybody enjoy your free copies while you got them. <laughs> it's yours. Um, yeah, and then I think there was some news where they were disconnect, uh, disconnecting. Discontinuing, was it Quest Go? And they were going to realign the store and uh, all that came out where they're, they're going to kind of clean up their little uh, VR mess that they got over there at... Uh, facebook so where they, they have came like, out with uh they came out with too many platforms it seemed like at one time because they had all kinds of shit going and it seems like um what is the it's not go it's is it quest is that the one that's taken well, off yeah quest is the one that's taken off because that's, that's the one that the was one the first wireless one and everything yeah because yep. it's fully wireless and yeah. goes i think it's just the headset if i remember correctly uh that's the one they were always like you can watch live nba basketball games with your friends don't 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 ever pay for tickets just watch them live and your couch. Here's a here's a commercial with Jonah Hill and the guy from Room Five. All right. So, uh, yeah. Outside of that, they just go into details about Radio Don and how they feel about moving over to Facebook. And you know, they went into detail about you know they've already been working with them for a while and they felt like it was a good fit and it was time to move on to the next step. And then they were happy to join their team. I've always liked that studio between the Order and Daxter. Make good stuff, man. Uh, I don't know if you want to take this one, Brent, on uh, rumors of the next Batman and DC projects at Rocksteady and WB. I don't know if you read this one or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you um, want to take this one, go for it, dude. Yeah, so this uh, this is another article come from uh, Gimatsu, or Gimatsu. And um, this is basically saying here, uh, Arkham series developer Rocksteady Studios is developing a Suicide Squad game, according to a report from Eurogamer. Uh, and basically, all of this comes from um, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment uh, has registered some new domains. Um, there's been talk of a new Batman game in the works for a while now. It's kind of been teased back and forth, but we still haven't gotten anything. So the domains that they registered were uh, Gotham Knights game. Uh, Suicide Squad game <laughs> and yeah. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League dot com. That's your rated M right there, buddy. Your zero Z. Kill the so, Justice League. Yeah. So I mean, we there's no concrete evidence. This is kind of more just just stirring the pot, just adding to it. You know, more rumor mill. Uh, throw it on the fire. You know, just keep feeding us uh, and not show us exactly what's going on. But hopefully we will actually see uh, one or both of these games. It would, it, it's been a while since we've had a new Batman game. What would we expect from a new a Gotham Knight or a Suicide Squad title? What are those What do those even look like anymore? I mean, at this point, we we haven't had like a Batman game since what, Arkham Knight. And that was like the beginning of the console generation, the PS4. So I think it's... Yeah. We can pretty much go into a blind slate now at this point. They didn't milk it out this whole generation like they did the last. So yeah, yeah. unless you count uh, Arkham VR. Yeah, that was supposed so. to be pretty good, right? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's a short. It's short, but it was good. Short and sweet. I've been thinking about. Uh, my dad is a Batman fanatic. I've been thinking about making that his first VR experience when we when we're able to get together and you know, put face masks against each other. You know. Kind of a weird concept right now. All right. Uh, last news bit. This got me pretty excited. Yeah, this is all you, Richard. So we left that last bit, the best bit for you, man. 
basically, long story short, the Halo Infinite um, media kick has started. Um, on all their social medias, they put up a, a a notice that said signal detected, and then it's just a voice message from sounds like Atriox, the the villain from Halo Wars Two, and he's the leader of the Banished who were kind of an offshoot of the Covenant, and then after the Covenant-Human War, they kind of picked up the leftover weapons from both sides and that kind of thing. So, um, But the big part of the teaser, it's all him talking. Uh, this comes from Polygon. The teasers start with a low, bellowing voice that explains that forces occupy the ring, that humanity will burn, and that there will be no more prophets, no more lies. Finally, the voice gets to the most important part, saying, we are his will, we are his legacy, we are the banished. So this, everybody is very unhappy with the directions of Halo 4 and 5. This sounds like back to the Halo we all wanted. Yep. They're on a ring, which that's what I want. Please, God, that's what I want from Halo. We'll get another cartographer level again. We'll be in the fucking library all over again. Uh, That's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's (laughs) library it up. But uh, this was this was pretty cool. I, I definitely want to finish. Cesar, we're still sitting on Halo Five. Brand, have you ever played the Halo Five campaign? No. All right. If you have it or you download it on Game Pass, hit us up because we've been wanting to play through it, and we can do up to four players on the campaign. So we definitely want to finish that one. And I think uh, a friend of the show, Russell, was telling me that Five leads into Halo Wars Two, I believe. So or they're running concurrent or something. So there's some similarities there. There's some there's some story tie-ins. But man, if, if we get that same, if we're back on the Halo, if it's, I, my biggest thing is, as I started to think about what I dislike from 4 and 5 so much, it's the the Prometheans. I don't like that art style. I don't like the way they just evaporate and move over, and then you have to, it's just not, it's not fun. And the, it's, the it's robot like how, dogs, as people call them. Yeah, it's like how you feel about the robot locust things and the gears, your least favorite part of gears. Yeah. Same thing. And that, that first part of Gears 4 was so hard to slog through. God. It, it paid off story-wise because you found out who made them. So that that tied into the lore for me, and I was like, okay, whatever. But, man, the, the DBs, God, they sucked. <laughs> it was just like, okay, we already did this. We did this. Let's do robots. And I, I get where it fits into the Halo lore, but they're just they're so uninspired to me. And it's just they went so far in that. Oh, my bad. They went so far in that aesthetic. We didn't know, man, we didn't realize you felt that passionate about it. Don't don't <laughs> break shit. Yeah, fuckers. Beating down on the. Uh, you sound like the, you sound like those podium. people. You sound like those people who already started petition to rewrite the uh, re- remake Last of Us too. Yeah. <laughs> they want people to change it like they did a uh, Mass Effect because that went well, right? People were fucking signing this up. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's gonna happen. Let's let's keep uh, let's keep fighting for causes that we know are not gonna happen at all. <laughs> Oh god, some people, man, I swear, they use their power for good. This world be a better place. I've never, I've never gotten, and maybe we can touch on this. Like, I just don't like Halo Four, and we know Halo Five goes in a certain direction. I don't like it. I'm not going to petition for them to change it. That's their vision, right? So they'll either respond to fan feedback and develop the next one. But this whole, it's like movie endings and things like that. You know, if it's a if it's a Blade Runner where there's, you know, there's different edits and different cuts and that's his vision or the director's vision or whoever, that's one thing. But, you know, these not agreeing with the story and wanting it changed, like, you don't do that with books. 
you don't do that with we don't like how titanic ended (laughs) (laughs) rewrite titanic put him on the door that changes the whole end of the how that movie ends it just this is an artistic expression i think i think we as an industry have to get past this i don't know if it's a hot take or just bitch sessions or you know i was i was championing social media for change earlier tonight but it's also the worst of people being keyboard warriors and just bitching about whatever it's so, a double-edged sword it is with, with, social, with social media everybody is everybody's been given this platform and they're like hey if i post something on there everybody's gonna see it everybody's gonna listen to me you know i'm gonna get a yeah. bunch of response you know whether it's uh, you know, just something they're passionate about, or you have the trolls out there shit posting just to stir people up. You know, it's 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 bad sometimes. But what annoys so, me too is if you're if you're that invested in the game in the series, then you've kept up with the development of that game in that series, and you you're wishing that upon the people who have already put in this amount of work. You've heard there's crunch. You've heard that working situations aren't the best there. Like. Why would you again wish that on somebody else and another crew? And it's weird, man. The best, uh, the best, and the worst of our industry. Some people just feel like they have to have a whatever game, game or game series tailored to them. And when they're disappointed that it's uh, the developer's fault, it's not their fault. So it's like you said. I mean, I mean, there's some things that we're all not gonna like. There's some things that people are all they're gonna like better than others. I mean, everybody has different tastes. I think if you look at that uh, Gimatsu article with the, the Last of Us on the cells on there, it's a constant argument about how everybody was hoping that game was going to bomb because of the spoilers that were leaked out. And most of it is just people who are upset about the anime games that are getting censored. But when you play The Last of Us 2, there's, like a, there's a sex scene in there that was not censored. You got straight breasts and hardcore sex in there. And they're like, yeah. they're saying it's a double standard at Sony. I'm like, hey, I get it. I mean, if you if you like almost nude anime characters that's fine they're still coming on pc they're coming on switch i don't see why people are so caught up on bitching at sony about it you already know sony's position on it at this point just let it go it sucks i get it you, but at this point get a switch or get a pc and just continue to buy those games on that vote with your wallet and that's how you do it man you just don't you don't talk about the ps4 version anymore you're just like all right i'll just get on this and just don't mention it people are just like they got so it's it not even a, it's not even about the core of the last of us it's about the way a, a scene is that it's censored or not they're There's, upset about the censorship and they're also upset about the diversity in that game as well they're saying that it's they call it the mam of us too a lot of people in there so there, there's a bunch of things that people see as as divisive in the last of us and i mean it's just as simple as if you don't like the game if you, you know you saw some of the leaks and you're like eh, i don't like the direction that that the story was going or whatever it's just like just don't buy it you don't have to support it if if you don't agree with it you can always go play the first one if you want to you know relive that experience um but right. don't you know signing a petition to 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 change the story for this one it's it's not gonna do anything uh-uh. it might might make you feel better <laughs> and some level but it, it does nothing. Neither one of you have beat it yet. I can't wait to talk to you next week. So, like, oh, we fucking signed that petition. We here, here's the link. Everyone, go sign this. No, I mean, I, I was never like, I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to go into spoilers. Uh, I know eventually, maybe one day you'll play uh, Richard. There's, there's people listening to the show that hasn't played it yet. I mean, right. 
we live in a, we live in the society where we went through seven seasons of Game of Thrones. I read the books. Uh, I I don't play, watch, or read things where I get attached to characters anymore. So when stuff happens, it doesn't shock me. This is right. put at that. Right. So I mean, I'm not. It doesn't do anything to me. So even I didn't see the spoilers, and even when as I saw how the game was playing out, and I saw how things turned out, at it didn't hit me like I guess other people. They just had they just couldn't handle it or it wasn't what they wanted or like brent said they they thought it was going to go uh, a direction that like the first game did which i i'm glad they didn't i'd rather play something different because if i want to play the first game i'll just toss the first game in there again yeah, we, so, we have uh, that on ps3 and ps4 but um yeah is it like star wars i haven't seen any of the new star wars stuff but i remember people not liking the way certain characters arcs win and fates and all that kind of stuff is it the same kind of bitching i think star wars was old Star Wars is overblown. I, episode nine, I wasn't a big fan, and I think I looking at Colin Trevor Trevor stuff for episode nine. I think I rather would have watched his version of it, but that's all opinionated. So yeah. I, I I enjoyed the last of uh, the last Jedi, but a lot of people didn't. So, but then again, I didn't come in there with high expectations. So, well, we kind of segued into because we were done with Halo. We kind of segued into Last of Us Two. Do y'all want to touch on gameplay and things like that? I have. I think I said it in preamble, maybe or uh, pre-production, but I've played no games in the past week. Yeah. So that'll that'll be you guys. Last of Us Two impressions, maybe, and and then whatever else you played. Yeah. If you want to take off Brant, I'll kind of fill in the gaps. I'm not sure. Did you beat it already, Brant? Uh, I have not played it, um, but I've seen pretty much the entire game. I know, I know how it ends. Okay. I know beginning, middle, end. Um. But, I mean, this week, um, with COVID going on, um, work has upped hours a little bit, so I hadn't gotten a chance to play as as many things that I, as I would have liked to. Um, it's understandable. But with, but with uh, Curse of the Moon 2 being uh, announced, I went back to the original, um, which I actually had not beaten um and just went ahead and played through and i was actually like almost right at the last stage played through and and finished it up and how long is it if you remember like from your first playthrough bits it's it's honestly it's it's not a extremely long game Mm -hmm. um but it does it, it has that old school castlevania vibe to it uh and it's just it's a fun game it's it's a pretty good story as well and it just it got me more excited to to play the next one. Um, I might check that out because it's it's that's more approachable than the full Bloodstained and however many hours that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is kind of along that same lines of uh, it's a newer game, but it's mm-hmm. scratching that nostalgia itch. Uh, I went back to um, the Messenger. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I don't know if either of you've played that. I've been wanting uh, to. It seemed like um, you know, Ninja Gaiden. It seemed like my cup of tea when it when it came out. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that action platformer um, mm-hmm. uh, published by Devolver Digital, and um, yeah, it's kind of in that vein of Ninja Gaiden, um, uh, kind of like Strider. Uh, you know, and these are all the, good. Uh, these are all good references. You know, these are if you're gonna model a game after something, this is. And it's not something we have a lot of anymore. No. And the the main gimmick with this game is it's, you know, you're this uh, ninja in this clan and you're given this uh, scroll 
and you're supposed to carry this and and become the messenger and save your clan and and save the world from this horde of demons and it goes from uh just this regular kind of action platformer where you start off in what they call 8-bit style but it's Uh definitely a a little bit more than 8-bit and then as you go through it goes to kind of like this time hopping mechanic and when you go to the future it's actually uh, 16-bit and then later in the game you get to a point where you actually kind of travel back and forth between the past and the future so you're hopping back and forth 8-bit 16-bit 8-bit 16-bit oh very cool and it's it's a good aesthetic it's got a good feel um the main reason i picked it back up was my kid got it on sale um over the uh, nintendo eShop summer sale mm-hmm. that was going on and he got very close to where i was in the story i was like okay i'm not gonna have you pass me so nah. <laughs> competitive nature i had to pick it back up this one uh, popped back on my radar because uh, that studio announced their next game and put it on Kickstarter. And a disclaimer, I know I backed it. I think Cesar backed it as well. Yeah. Uh, sea of Stars. Did you see that when it was announced, Brant? Yes. The Chrono Trigger-esque, like, moon and star, or moon and sun. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They they showed off another trailer last week. It's freaking gorgeous. <laughs> it looks awesome. But uh, go ahead. Back with the messenger. Um, I mean, yeah, I've, I've just picked it up and I'm, I've gotten to that point now where I'm, um, going, you follow the linear story and then you get to a point where you can kind of hop into these different portals, right. uh, Crash Bandicoot three warped style, or you just pick a, pick a, a, a portal, go through it and do a, do a section of the game. Um, and you hop back and forth in between the times. So I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with that right now. You're playing that on Switch, you said? Uh, yes. Cool. And then the last game is I'm still going through Final Fantasy VII uh, on on Switch original. Yeah. Um, I just kept feeling like I was I was missing uh, a bunch of different things, and I actually wound up starting a second save file and going back from the beginning and and playing uh with a guide okay and you said last time you you thought you missed some materia and things like that oh yeah and the the second playthrough started as just uh well i'm gonna see how far i get and also um if these things i missed are really that important and then I accidentally saved over my original playthrough. Oh, no. So it became, well, all right, well, this is now my yep. only playthrough. That's your default. How much progress uh, did you lose? Uh, I mean, I, I told you I had um, I had just gotten out of the mithril, um, was it mithril mine? Yeah. And I had uh, acquired Yuffie. Um, now I have gotten back to that point. I'm even, I've gotten past that. I met, um, the little girl Priscilla snuck in, um, to the, the Shinra base, um, dressed up, um, and infiltrated again, did the whole little, um, march where you had to, you know, sneak yeah. in to sneak bum, in. Bum, 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 bum. 
Boom. Yep. Oh, God, with that bullshit dolphin and everything. Oh, God, that dolphin was... I'll stop. Rufus. All hail Rufus. Yeah, and then you have to sit there and put on a show for the cameras. You did good. Here's the material. Yeah. But... I mean, you might have lost some time clock progress, but that save file is going to have better stuff on it, so you won't have to... But yeah, saw Rufus again. Wish I could have just fought him then and there. But nope, time paradox. No, no. So <laughs> shooting us a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm right now. I've gotten to the point where I've finished the whole routine, um, and now I can freely walk around the base, still dressed in the uh, Shinra uniform. Um, and that's that's just where I've stopped right now. So I've just got to do a little bit more exploration and get to the next part there. Still hunting down Sephiroth. That's right. Finding finding different versions of Genova. You're gonna teach her a lesson. <laughs> I always love those fights. You'd hear that theme, and it would be like a progressively different theme. A fucking synthesizer. <laughs> you wrote that whole soundtrack with the the built-in PS1 synthesizer. Like, there's no. Mm-hmm. Except for that last track. I think the last track is CD-ROM. Red Book Audio, but... Mm-hmm. 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 Great right, soundtrack. But, yeah, I could, the music is so iconic. Oh my gosh, yes. The, the music is just... It's absolutely the best. And this is your first uh, time playing through it, right, Brant? Uh, yeah, going all the way through it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to beat it this time. Because I've, yeah. I've started playing it and gone through it, I think, about halfway... Um, was about as much as I had gotten through. I think I got to at least... I might have started Disc 3 yeah. at one point. but There's not much was, left if you started Disc 3. Oh, you're, yeah, you're right. The right fucking there, yeah. You're in but, the fucking crater. But, that but pop was, in Disc 3 to go in the crater. You can hear the white noise. But that was years and years ago, so... Yeah. Cesar, you played through it well, earlier this year, right? Or at the end of last year? This on year. PS4? This year. I, I, yeah, I beat the remake and I beat the original this year. Somehow. The year of the sevens. Wait, what else were you going to play that was seven? I'm almost done with Resident Evil 7. <laughs> uh, Dragon, also, Dragon Quest 7? That's a long-ass game. Dragon Quest 7 is the next one. That probably take me the rest of the fucking years, like 150 hours, man. Oh, man. Uh, we got to play Madden 07. We got to like? play NBA Live 07. That's easy. I'll just choose the Patriots, and I'll just do a season, and I'll beat the game. <laughs> the year of the sevens. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what else has made it the sevens? Didn't we already had this discussion, didn't we? Oh man, I uh, wish it was. I wish it was Suey Coden, but no, that fucker stopped at five. So hey, I found when I was looking for the decal for the baseball helmet, I found the Sukaden five giveaway thing we had with the soundtrack CD and all that. Mm-hmm. I've got several of those. If if either of y'all need end up needing one of those, I wish I had that game. Oh man, I love. Yeah, I still got that bastard. Oof, love that game. All right. Brent, what else have you played? We're closing in on two hours, our magic mark. I thought it was longer than that. I'm proud of us. I was like, hell <laughs> yeah, this is going to be like a three-hour long, long one. Nah, like that, that wraps it up. Uh, I told you I didn't get to much. Um, so yeah, Cesar, take it away, man. Away. Oh, I do have one thing to note. At last, I've, I've had a ring fit uh, misadventure so far. I was able to, because they're, they're out of stock everywhere, and yeah. they popped up on Best Buy like two weeks ago. So I hurriedly go through checkout, right? They send it to the place I just moved from. But oh. instead of UPS, UPS said they handed it off to USPS, who has my forwarding address, right? 
they failed to forward it. So they sent it back to sender. So I was actually able to get one off of Amazon earlier this week, and they dropped it off today. So I'll have Ring Fit Adventure uh, review next week. I, I'm really looking forward to trying that one out after my Ring Fit misadventures. Unlike me, where I've had mine for two weeks, and I'm looking at the box right here, and I can't use it because my doctor says I can't do anything with my core. So <laughs> I just stares at me. He's like, you can't use me yet. You can't use me yet. Yeah. Use me. Use me. You need your core. Aim for the core. Oh, uh, yeah, for me, man, it's a, it's a short, I know I was out last week, but I didn't play much. I just, uh, I did whatever I played. I played a lot of, so, right. um, I think a majority of my time was on the last of us two. Um, I fell into that grind, uh, Richard, that being you went to when we always played a fucking, um, PUBG where I'm just constantly filling out the area and just grabbing shit. I'm just sitting there every time I'm walking in the house, I'm just like, Loot simulator. Yeah, I'm just looting up shit to make uh, different shivs and and um, bombs and shit. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just it's open up drawers, just looking at. I'm spending like I think maybe 15 hours of that fucking game just me surfing for shit. I mean, um, I like I said, I can't really go much into it because I mean, this is a it's a heavy single player story based game without right. going into details. I mean, it. it I, I don't know. I'll have to wait till I get to the end. I mean, I, Brent said he saw the whole thing. He knows what happens. Uh, for me, I, I'm still kind of up in the air about it. I, I, that, that game is like probably one of the best presentations of a video game I've ever played. It's, it is, it's shocking like how cinematic that game is. Where I just, it pulls me in, even though I may not be feeling the story 100% because I'm, yeah. I'm not sure where we're going with it. I got to see how it's going to tie it out towards the end. Um, but it like Somebody had made a comment on Twitter where, like, where they were t- uh, taking the shirt off of Ellie after she got done with the fight, and some, and there was like no clipping when they take the shirt off, and it's like this is like the most accurate shirt removal I've ever seen in my life. Somebody had put that on there, and just like these little touches of that in the game where it's like where all it looks over. natural, where it's like, no, nah, I'm not looking at a video game where it. Yeah, it's like how much fucking cameras did you you put on this person just to take a shirt off and make it look this good? I mean, it's like they. I mean, it's like every aspect of that presentation is like that. There's nothing on there where they really cut corners. I mean, there was some janky stuff in there ever so often where yeah. the game broke for me where, like, uh, they'll have somebody talk to me, and then I'll peer inside the building, then I'll peer outside the building, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? And I'm laughing, and I wish I recorded in time, but I was like, that's happened once or twice where I was like, I thought I had to, like, kill the game and restart it because, like, it fucked up during the cinematic somehow where it's using the in-game cinematics, and it just doesn't translate right for whatever yeah. reason. But um, it, it doesn't happen often. So it's, it's a really well polished game. Uh, I, even though I, I do think the story is probably a little bit longer than it should be, um, I, I I don't know. I don't think anything's ever gonna get past the first one for me because the first one was just, yep. was perfect. I mean, it, the beginning part was always like you, Richard, were always like, I don't really care for zombie games, and it was such a slow burn in the very beginning, but it's like after you get that one point when you meet the first family in the first game, it, it just takes off and it goes and it's great. Uh, this one, it, I don't know what it is. I'm not feeling the story, but whatever, the, however they made this game and the story's good. It's just, it, it pulls you too as you play it, as you're playing it. I, I keep finding myself playing it. I, it doesn't feel like I put 20, 22 hours in that game, but I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been playing as a game. I put 22 hours in this game. But, I mean, there is a point in the game where I feel like uh, it, it does kind of seem elongated where it just kind of they try to do a shock value. Like, oh, this is what happens. And it's like I, I, I wasn't, like, shocked. I'm like, I kind of just want to see what happens to the the first part of the story that I'm watching. Yeah. I really want to play the second part. 
And I know why they're doing the second part because it's like they're trying to get a whole see stuff. It's the whole fucking uh, Golden Sun aspect where you had the the first game where you play as this one troop and you know about yeah. the, the other troop and the second game is about the other troop. So it's like they did. It's basically fucking Golden Sun. That's what it is. All of a sudden, you played as those same four people you were fighting the whole first game. There we go. That's it's fu- it's fucking Golden Sun. That's what it That's is. That's an interesting narrative yeah. choice. Yeah, I mean, except it's just in one game. So it's like now you're seeing something from the other end. I think it's trying to build uh, like a a perspective of um, you want to show humanity on the other side of the of the aisle instead of it just being like people are evil and you know everybody has their reasons and it's not all bad reasons. People get lost and. You know, they, they don't understand what they're doing and what they're doing it for. And, you know, I, I what, tend to what enjoy those. So. That first that first season of Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime Video did a great job of doing that, I yeah. think. So that's why I'm like iffy on the story, because I don't know how this I have to see how it ends and see how they can they can tie together. Well, because I'm I'm sorry. What I'm doing now is starting to grow on me at the second yeah. half. Start, it's starting to grow on me, but I can tell it's getting to the end where I. I feel like if it was longer, I probably would have enjoyed that part. If it was a separate game, I probably would have enjoyed it more. It's kind of like they tacked this on at the end and they kind of sped it up. But I won't go into much details. I mean, it still has all the crafting in there. It's great. Um, How does it look on your your new set? It looks very, really good. It looks good. Um, I had to get used to the HDR because I don't get the HDR flip like we used to. Where mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, other TVs I had, where you go HDR, you have to sit there and it goes, you know, it's going HDR because then it does the pause, then you get the bright ass color. On that Sony TV, it just it's it's integrated. It just goes. I don't even. It doesn't even show that it's on HDR. I have to sit there hit display. So, but I then I can tell it's awesome. HDR when I go in the menu. It's just it's natural. So uh, I I think I set up the settings in there where it's like very natural, where it doesn't. It's not eye jarring jarring like it is sometimes in certain games. Yeah. Because uh, I think I've tried that. I tried uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, which had a uh, HDR in there. I played a little bit of the story. I didn't put that in there. I only played like maybe an hour of the story. How'd that look with the HDR? It looks pretty good. That was, that was already a beautiful game. Especially the space battles. Oh, yeah. it looks great, especially with all the stars in there. Oh, what are uh, your thoughts? Uh, that news broke last week. Brent and I were talking about Star Wars Squadrons. What do you think about the the 5v5 multiplayer focus? I'm going to be honest with you. I saw the announcement. I haven't seen, and you guys mentioned it. I have not watched the trailer at all. I'm just going to go in blind. So. Excuse me. I'm going in blind. The whole campaign is VR. Yeah, I'm going in blind because everybody was talking about how how impressed it was. I was like, all right, I'll just I'll just jump in. Can we I'm... play the multiplayer in VR? That seems like an advantage, right? Like mouse and keyboard advantage. I don't know. I just I remember when I think Wario was in there posting on on Twitter about the VR thing, and people were saying it wasn't going to be on PlayStation VR, and he had to sit there and point out that it says in the fucking title it's going to be on PlayStation VR. And like people were getting pissed, or like, why is it only on PC VR? And he had kept saying that it says PlayStation VR. And read the love, press read the press release it's basically in the press release. yeah so, somehow i guess they didn't say playstation vr they just said vr mode and somebody's like oh it's not coming to playstation vr and they got mad but um so here's here's what we're gonna do i have an idea since it's it's 5v5 we all get together all five of us we have our vr headsets we we go online uh we stream with mixer because mixer supports multiple streams and we do we do our 5v5 squadron battle all right red five signing off <laughs> you're down huh <laughs> yeah let's go um, Let's do it. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I, I won't go into much details about uh, Last of Us Two because that's mostly spoilers. But uh, presentation-wise, gameplay-wise, I mean, this this 
if you enjoy stories like this, Richard, and I know stealth gameplay is up your alley, this game is huge on stealth. It is huge. It's a lot more easier to do stealth than in this game than it was in the previous one, where you kind of like, they always did the the bits they had in the first game where it was always kind of staggered into like puzzle based. Sometimes, sometimes it was stealth. Sometimes it's like you have to attack people in a certain order, depending on where they were at. This one, you can literally go through this whole game and just kind of like hide out in the grass, hide on corners and never alert anybody and just murder everybody. So that's where the, that's where the first game lost me because I yeah. didn't play it the right way. And I was like, I don't, I got to hit this guy first and then go there. And it's then I got to die and yeah. figure it out again. And yeah, I wasn't feeling it at the time. They were like pushing a pattern, but it's like they kind of cop. They didn't copy, but they kind of learned what they did on Charter Four because on Charter Four was the same way. Where I, I remember when the first part of Charter Four when it opened up and I could like hide out in the grass, and it's like, oh, I can do this fucking thing stealth, and I was just going around and just doing stealth kills, and instead of just doing the you know the old school on Charter Four, just like just let me just go in and and fucking Rambo it, you know. Um, wish they had those moments in there too. <laughs> the lovable hero that options. kills five thousand people over the course yeah. of four games with the body count counter up top, but yeah. uh. But yeah, this one you can totally go through this whole game playing stealth. I do that a lot, so it's a cool. it's a believe it or not, it's a slow burn for me. So it's just me kind of like uh, I use that um, sound vision where you you can kind of like see the outline of everything like Daredevil style and just kind of just walk around and just go around and just coming up behind people and just shiving them. So I like that in uh, like Tomb Raider and Batman that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So that's that's my kicks for that game. Uh, this one might be up your alley. The biggest get for you just be get past the first game so you can kind of get the story. Because the story in this one is very integrated in the first game where you have the first game, which was his own story, and they use the second one to do a sequel. And then they go through at certain parts and they do flashbacks to kind of fill in the gaps up to the where you're at in the future tense. So okay. in certain situations, uh, kind of bring along the story. It's on my but, list. And knowing that it's like, you know, 12 to 18 hours or whatever, like that's manageable. I can do that. We just got to get you past that part where I got part pass. And after yep. that, you meet that first family, you get hooked. Um, outside of that, for whatever bullshit reason, I decided to play Pokemon Sword. I put like 20 hours in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what happened. I just one day I was like, eh. And, I was like, and then I was like, I'm on in the fifth gym, gym leader. I'm like, what the fuck is this happening? And I think I finally stopped playing it because I just realized what I was doing. I was like, I got to go catch this fucker over here in the grass. I'm over here in the water. I was catching Pokemon. I just like, what am I doing? So um, awesome. I don't know how this happened, but I got in there and put like, yeah, I put like 20 hours in that thing. I got to the fifth gym leader. I I bought the expansion at some point somehow, but uh, maybe I'll get in there. But I'm just going down that cookie uh, cookie jar right now. Uh, outside of that, I did, and I showed you guys earlier, I bought that Evercade. Mm-hmm. I, for, I forgot I bought it because it magically just showed up on my door. I think I ordered it like when I looked on Amazon like a year ago. And I was like, oh, what is the fuck? I don't remember ordering shit. And it was like right on my door. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um it's pretty cool. I like it. It's uh the the screen is not as uh it's not a touch screen, but it's I think the screen is probably the biggest lacking part of it. So, uh it's like a basic uh LCD screen, but it did come with the Interplay, which the first game I played on there was uh, Earthworm Jim. Uh I think I played what was it Mr. Booger? Is it Booger or Booger Man? I can't Booger remember. Man. What it was. Um and also these, these play on cartridges, right? And this one of these cartridge consoles. Yeah, these, yeah, show it to us. This will go well over on audio. On audio part, yeah. So this is the premium pack. Uh, I think this was a hundred dollars. It comes with three games. So, or, yeah, this is what it looks like, and it plays pretty well. I, I like the D-pad. Um, oh, the hardware that, looks nice. Yeah. 
Uh, headset jack in the bottom. Uh, uses standard USB volume up top. Uh, mini HDMI to HDMI to plug into the TV. Okay. Um, so we could get game capture of it if we needed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks good. Do those old games play in widescreen or do they play in proper four by three? Four by three. Go yeah, on. Yeah, so you'll get the you'll get the border lines right here. But yeah, they, it is cartridge based right here, and this is the Interplay collection right there. What do the uh, cartridges look like? If you can, you got the other two sitting around. I'll pull this one out. Battle Chess, so Battle Chess, Boogerman, Clay Flyer, uh, Earthworm. Clay Gen. Fighters on there, the Super NES one. And this one I never played before, Incantation, which actually is pretty good. Uh, Titan, and that's it. But yeah, Clay Fighter is on there. Yeah. So you, yeah, you just go on there and you fire it up. Looks like you had to put in the Konami code to get it to boot. Okay. I mean, we're not right there at it, but that looks fine from here. I see speakers on each side of the screen. Headphone. Did you say headphone jack earlier? Yep, in the very bottom. This is probably not a mainstream product, but this is definitely something we're interested in. Mm -hmm. And it plays well. It's nice cool. and smooth. Looks good. What does the cartridge look like? Gotta see. How, and do you know how many of these things are out? Like how many of these cartridges are available? So the only thing... It's like a that, damn Game Boy cartridge. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so they're all European only. So they're only Peggy rated. Peggy 18. Uh, the only My only complaint is, as you can tell right here, the cartridges are a tight fit. It looks super tight, like a... Kind of the retro duos and things like that, where it's really gripping the pins. So, yeah, it came with. I haven't opened the Data East collection on this one. What all does that have on it? Uh, Bad Dudes, uh, Burger Time, Midnight Resistance, Side Pocket, Karate Champion, Joe Mac Two, Fighters History, Two Crude Dudes, Magical Drop Two, and Burning Rubber. Magical Drop. I uh, already went over the Interplay. And the other one is uh, the Atari collection. Go on. Uh, this one is Centipede Adventure, Alien Brigade, Asteroids, Missile Command, Crystal Castles, Food Fight, Desert uh, Falcon, Motorcycle, Canyon Bomber, Gravitar, Double Dunk, uh, Ninja Golf, Ninja Golf, Ninja uh, Golf. Steeple Chase, <laughs> Night Driver, Tempest, Video Pinball, Aqua Adventure. Yars Return and Sword Quest. Yars Return. There was a second Yar game. Apparently, that is news to me. Some pretty solid titles, though. You're playing yeah. uh, Last of Us Two on uh, PS4 Pro and 4K, and you're playing uh, the Evercade. Boogerman on the Evercade. A four by three. Whatever was the Boogerman came out on what a uh, Genesis, right? Stereo sound. I don't think yep. it ever came out on uh, uh, Super Nintendo. It wasn't a Super Nintendo game. I thought it came out on both for some reason. I think Earthworm Jim was the one that was on Sega Genesis, and then eventually got a Super Nintendo for it. If only we weren't surrounded by devices that could tell us. Now nah, the first result said Boogerman Sega. Sega Mega Drive and Genesis in 94 and Super NES in 1995. Oh, it was a year after. Okay, a it was year later. later. 
And the Nintendo Wii Virtual Console, November 24th, 2008. We'll never get it again. I think I played this on the Genesis. That's part of why I didn't think of the Super Nintendo 1. Remember, a flick adventure. Remember this being a Mature 13 game. Oh, when Sega had their own like pre-ESRB rating system? Here's my favorite part. The game's lead character also appears as a playable character in the rival of Earthworm Jim and interplays Clay Fire 63 and a third. Um, yeah, so outside Culture of that, cut. so I mean, I think the Evercade is not very expensive. I think it's like uh, you can just buy the base unit for 49 or 59 Don't quote me on it. Uh, I got the bundle for $100, which came with three games. Uh, all the game cartridges are $20 and not more than that. Um, the only ones we can't get in America is the Namco collections. For whatever reason, there's a licensing problem, so Amazon can't sell them here. So you have to import that from either Canada or Europe. That's weird. What does that one have on it? The usual Dig Dug and Galaxian and all that? Mappy and all that stuff. I don't know why. I guess I guess because all this is technically European-based. It's not, none of this is all none of this is American-based or all European-rated, so I think that's the problem. So I guess because uh, I guess Namco, the way they run their studios is that Namco of USA needs a cut instead of Namco of Europe. So I guess they couldn't sell it through Amazon. God, for whatever I, th- reason. I thought we were past those days. Like as these generations and consoles have gone on, I feel like we've we've torn down that like Sega of America and Sega of Japan being these two different entities. Like I thought we were way past that. No, because remember, just Sony just went through and just unified all the Sonys. So. Dark days, man, waiting for consoles and ports and everything else. Oh, yeah. The Europeans had their worst, remember, because they had to translate to 14 different languages sometimes, and they had to wait like two years before they got a copy of the stuff (laughs) we got. Sometimes they never got the game we got. And then it ran at 50 hertz on that old stuff. It ran slower than normal. Because isn't that what happened with uh, Chrono Trigger? They never got Chrono Trigger or something like that? I remember, I think we got Chrono Trigger, but they never got it, I think. They didn't get Chrono Trigger until it came out on like a... PlayStation or, uh, or Nintendo DS, if I remember correctly. But they got like Terranigma or something. Like there was a there was a little bit of a trade off there. Yeah, they got the like the Quintet games or whatever. They got another one in that we didn't get. Yeah. yeah. All right, is that all our games played this week? I'm sure I played more, but these are the only ones I can recall. Uh, oddly enough, before y'all were talking about Crash Bandicoot Four, I was going through Crash Bandicoot One. Uh, this is before the announcement and the remaster. Yeah. I don't, know why. I don't know why. I just felt like I, when I started Last of Us 2, I needed something to counterbalance the evil in that game with Crash Bandicoot. But then again, I, I hey, don't know. Talk They're, about palate cleansers. I just said uh, the Last of Us 2 doesn't give me like words. Some people on Twitter are very vocal about not liking the whole murder other people aspect, but I've done it in so many other games. I don't think it I might be desensitized because it doesn't really, it's not affecting me. Like some people were like, I hate murdering other people. And I'm like, I did done this in like every other game some of the kill animations on here i kind of cringe sometimes where when they're killing somebody like i'm like Mortal i'm Kombat like style like when they're doing the slicing somebody's throat open i'm like oh, i can see my face crunching and i don't even notice it because i'm like i can tell it looks painful and I, it might be a little too much or their jaws completely blown off when i shoot them in the head i'm oh. like look at it like oh uh, but i do that sometimes but outside of that i mean i don't know it's like some of those uh, tomb raider death animations <laughs> oh like, god oh she, she died so violently Screaming, like, stat, like her neck stabbed through the yeah. poles when she's in the water. I'm like, yeah, through the uh, rebar. Like I missed yeah. a jump or something. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm gonna fall in the waterfall. No, there was like fucking rebar down in there. Yeah, I got impaled on it. Yes. throat and everything. 
instead of getting the reboot. Yeah, that's pretty much how um, how it is with The Last of Us 2. You get the like the gargling sometimes, like somebody dying. Or the weird one to me is like when the, somebody dies, they're like, no, Mark, no, Andrew. I'm like, that was just too weird for me. But who were they shouting out for? Is that some kind oh, of? Oh, I guess it's because I killed. I guess I killed Mark and Andrew, and they saw me do it, and they're like, "No, Mark, no, Andrew." It's weird. So, but they kind of don't say really emotion, so I'm like, I don't believe it. Type stuff. I just seems like they're. It's like a weird call that they just say out loud with people's names sometimes. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a gruesome game, but I don't know, man. I thought I would need a crash, but make a long story short, I thought I would need Crash Bandicoot for me to kind of like, all right, uh, get get some of this hate off. I'll play this game, which is colorful, but I haven't been, I haven't needed it. So, but yeah, this is that. That's it for me. I mean, I, I haven't really uh, played much. I think the only thing I, I can bring on here, and I'll do this in my little bullshit anime uh, hour uh, real quick, is uh, I know they announced that uh, ReZero, the visual novels coming out uh, later on this year. I Fucking blew through that show in two days last week. All 24 episodes. That shit is good as fuck. You ever seen uh, ReZero, Brent? Uh-uh. It's like a Sekai... Uh, it's, it's based off... Uh, it already has me winning already. Because I love animes based off light novels. Which is like Sword Art Online, Shield Hero, uh, Overlord. All those are based off uh, light novels. Um, so the whole premise of this this uh, show, it does the same bullshit. We're like, oh, I'm a kid in high school that it's about i'm a teenager but i get transported to another world that's like a video game and i'm trying to survive into it it's called a sekai type fantasy so he's in he's in the he's in the um, uh like a uh a circle k reading manga and he buys his 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 microwavable ramen and goes out the store and he's transported to this other world he's like i know what this is i'm like i'm in some kind of video game type thing and he's like calling up stuff that he knows he needs to do and it goes, and he's he totally learns that it's not going to go the way he he goes. He doesn't even know how he got there to begin with. So it turns out it's like the whole anime. Like after the first episode, he actually dies, <laughs> and then he comes back, and it repeats like Groundhog Day, and he comes back to the point he was on there. And that's the whole twist of the show. It's like Groundhog Day. So he he keeps fucking dying because he doesn't do something right, and he feels the pain to die, and he knows he's about to die, and he doesn't want to die again. He's like, I don't want to oh. die. I don't want to, because he feels it every time he dies. He feels all that pain where he is oh. hit. His head's lopped off, or his guts are spilling out, yeah. and that, that's what happens to him a lot. Um, so he meets his Thank girl, you, who happens to be a half elf, and she's trying to save her. And so he goes, and it's, it shows really fucking good because he spends like the first five episodes on the same story arc where he's trying to figure out ways to save this girl. And the whole key of this thing is that he apparently he's brought over to this world from this witch, and he can't tell anybody he can come back to life. So he, every time he's like, I can come back from, he calls it death, death from return. And so he's like, he keeps trying to tell people that he can come back to life, and the witch freezes time and it just grabs his heart and crushes it. So it was like it won't let him tell people, like it stops him. He he thought he was smart and he would tell somebody that he can come back, and the witch kind of like circled his heart and kind of played with him and then went and killed the other person and he was gonna tell. It like fucks with him. So, <laughs> um, and then he had to redo the whole day all over again. So there there Damn. is. There is moments in that show where he he sit there for like ten ten episodes where I I sit there literally just like like I don't know how you get past that like everything he does there's no there's nothing he can do to get past it like he hits roadblocks all the way it's like how do you fucking get past that I'm sitting here watching the show like what do you do like no matter what he does he fucking dies and he can't win it's like what do you do I would have gave up and somehow he figures out a way it's like it's crazy it's like somehow he and he loses himself in that show too where he goes like to the dark side where he's kind of like he just like he gets mad and he's like. 
I don't want to do this bullshit anymore. And it, like he goes through all these emotions that everybody can imagine dealing with death all the time, you know. And it's like there was one time he just wanted to run away from it all. And it's like, it, you know, it, it's good. It's fucking. It's a good ass show, man. I'm really excited about this visual novel coming out. Uh, I'm. It, I, I poured through like 25 episodes in two days on that thing. I that's. I think I didn't play anything that day. I just remember it was like next episode, next episode, because I kept saying like, "How do you fuck get past this shit?" I'm sitting there like I'm frustrated. I'm like, "How? How do you beat that?" That's why I'm, I'm over here like, "How do you beat that?" There's no what's way the name you beat of that. What's the name of that one again? Uh, ReZero. ReZero. It's on uh, it's on Crunchyroll. So if you want to watch the free version, you can. Yeah. Okay. So they got the game coming out for it. It's also on uh, Funimation. I think it was one of the. It's, uh, they got a season two coming out this year. It's called ReZero: Starting Life in Another World. And he still doesn't find out about why, how he got to the other world. He just accepted it. He's just like, oh, I'm here now. And you don't even know how he got there. He, he walked out of a gas station and just transported to another world. He's like, these must be dummy humans. They must be living okay with the humans, okay? He's like, he's like sitting there and playing that's like super positive. Like, yeah, this is what happens. It's like, somebody's about to die. He's like, this is the part where I learn magic. He's like, and I'll save this person now. And nothing happens. And so it's like, he just, he thinks he knows it all. And so it's pretty, it's pretty fucking good. It makes fun of that whole little genre where it's, it's a lot of anime does that a lot, but it does a twist where it uses like Groundhog Day in there. So, all right, that's my bullshit 25 minute anime thing. I, that was 25 episodes of me going through that. It was like three minutes instead of our anime hour. Yeah, my bad, everyone. I just, I just, there's certain games that come out and I'm like, I got to watch anime like Damachi where, you know, I sat there and I blew through Damachi, 25 episodes of Damachi. And that game's coming out finally in August. So, um, and I thought Damachi was just a freaking hentai. Is it okay to pick up a girl in the dungeon? So that's the name of the American title. And it's like it's nothing like that. That shit is actually pretty fucking good. They just like you. You think you're going in there for edgy stuff like uh, nudity, and it's that's not what they sell you. It's actually a good fucking story. Tentacles. Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. Brant, hot off the presses, just for you from uh, Wario on Twitter. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 is releasing on July 10th for $14.99. Is up for pre order on US eShop. And for the first time ever in the series, um, players can also create demon hunting duos in two player local co op. Available for the first time in the series. Work together with a friend, mix and match the strengths of two different characters, and conquer stages in tons of new and exciting ways. I win, like win. It. He's down. All right, two hours and 20 minutes. We ready to get out of here? Yes, sir. You can find this podcast on iTunes. Spotify. SoundCloud. Google Play Store. Overcast. Stitcher. And iHeartRadio. There we go. He's a freaking natural. We are on Twitter and Instagram as NoPodcast. Um planning on doing a streaming series here before too long uh we've kicked a lot of stuff around we're still socially distancing so there's not a lot we can't continue our silent hill playthrough that cesar and i were doing um i think i'm gonna start streaming just random baseball games and and try to come up with a series on that and and get that going and start doing something if not every night every other night and try to get that twitch affiliation knocked out so look forward to that hopefully sometime soon i can get that going uh, you guys got anything in the works? Anything coming out, upcoming that we're all looking forward to? I'm pretty psyched about Ring Fit Adventure. So, no, um, it's not a new release, but I'll be working that band. I'll be happy to finish up Last of Us too, uh, and I might go through it a second time and get ready for Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, that I'm excited about. 
because I I want to play that one. Next month it's going to be huge for me. So because that one, Paper Mario, and then um, Fairy Tale at the end of the month. Um, me trying to figure out how I can get Air No Surge, whatever the fuck they announced over there, and Gus in Japan over here somehow. So uh, that they stealth put in the Twitter that we didn't get over here, but neither here or there. I can't think of anything else that's coming out at the end of this month. So I'm trying to think. It feels like I'm forgetting something. I wanted to say I wanted to play SpongeBob at some point, but then I saw that the game sucks. So I was like, I'll wait till it's ten bucks. There we go. Did you buy it? Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine complete in box. Croc, Legend of the Gobos. A lot of people bought it and hit greatest hits. Greatest hits, one star. Yep, greatest hits, one star. Love the game, one star. I'm trying to find the second one on here. I think I own Croc. Second one's a little bit tougher to find. Croc yeah. 2 is only 20. This is complete for 20. There we go. It's not bad. Croc picks up and throws objects to discover hidden clues. So it's a new <laughs> it's a new game feature. Croc hurries along pathways and scurries below them. I like the third person uh, narrative we got here going on. Croc races into action in a go-kart, hang glider, speedboat, minecart and hot air balloon. Oof. All right. Anyways, I th- I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another week. Uh, we've already gone through our exit strategies. Uh, Brant, thank you for joining us for another week. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Fun to, fun to have a, a, a fresh voice, a, a third co-conspirator on there. And I was able to sneak off to the bathroom. We didn't have to schedule a break in there. I was like, I'm gone. There's two people. We're good. I don't have to turn it into a monologue. You know, and you know what's crazy is I didn't have to take a random bathroom break. The surgery worked. It is. This is confirmation, and we're two and a half hours into this call. Because nine times out of ten, Richard would have to, like, I guess Sessor's leaving now. <laughs> and then he was like, I'll just remember uh, I'll remember the timestamp, and just we'll just have to dead silence. Just have to cut it out. Yep. Edit it out. So that's good. I'm glad you're on the mend, sir. Thank you. All right. Yeah, me, so, me and you both. Uh, so, folks, thank you for uh, joining us this week. It, it wasn't off to a great start. It's not fun stuff to talk about, but we got there and uh, we got a lot of croc lore in there. And <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing else. Croc of the agronauts. I mean, the only thing I was like I told Brent earlier, man, I, I'm doing good. It only hurts when I pee. Okay. Hurts when he pees, but less yep. than it did before. Yes. Slightly. Slightly. Sometimes it depends if I drink uh, too much coffee. And I'm like, I might have drunk too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. Uh, Whoa, we'll, we'll slow down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye. Let me get uh, perfectly positioned in here since everybody can fucking see me on this podcast. All right. That we're recording. We could start putting these on YouTube. Oh God, that'd be worse. That way we can people dissect uh, different people's rooms. Yeah, my forty-eight feet of string lights. That's that box back there. My porno candle. My Zelda lunchbox that I bought for eight dollars. Well done. Yeah, you didn't buy the Doug Flutie football for eight dollars. Yeah, shipping was molested on there. It was almost. It was like <laughs> the same price as the fucking game. I was like sixteen dollars. I was like, I'd rather buy the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> We could be recording all this, but we're still waiting for the lead-in. Yeah. I've had this conversation with Brandon. This is usually where all the golden stuff's on the cutting room floor.
is. Yeah. And then Richard's like, we got to work it in somehow. <laughs> Bring it back. It's never as good as it was when you when it was nope. just spontaneous. I told him I after we talked about it, I was like, I really wish the episode could be named Uno Penises. Uno Penises. Yep. God bless <laughs> Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs>